Surprise and shy. Good, good. Go time on a Wednesday morning. It's a Vitro's Plumbing Wednesday. It's a hump day. It's a stump day and all that that includes. We'll load it up for you. I mean, the whole idea of Wednesday is let's just get past the middle of the week. And we're smooth sailing into the weekend, baby. <laughs> oh, they're up and out of early, right? <laughs> uh, all right, we're, uh, I got distracted here by immediately the text line. This is the kind of camaraderie we have between us, E.T., and the listener. Uh, Jeff, are you disappointed that your BFF, Mike White, lost to Florida again? Hey. Good morning to you, DB. Um, uh, Gators did get a nice win on the road last night. And I know I'm certainly never disappointed when the alma mater wins a basketball game. But th- thanks for your concern. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, we got basketball thoughts to get to. Uh, we'll do that as as we move along. But I will uh, start with what I opened the show with yesterday, at least as part of kind of our opening segment. And I'll stand by an answer that I gave an ETN that brought nothing but a big L to the forehead. But to me, the most compelling thing about the combine is the news that trickles out from other teams as we get a more clear definition of either updates on personnel roster or otherwise or direction that a team may go this offseason, that's, to me, far more compelling than watching wide receiver A run his 40, than wide receiver B run his 40, than wide receiver C run his 40, than defensive tackle A do his three-cone, defensive tackle B do his three-cone. I'm much more intrigued by what comes out of the combine from a kind of league-wide perspective, and none of that intel is is more important for us here than hearing what Trent Baalke and Doug Peterson have to say. And au contraire, we won't learn anything new yesterday. I think we did. I think we got some indications, at least as far as kind of analyzing this roster as we know it. Salary cap got a big boost yesterday for the Jags. We kind of reported late in yesterday's show that some more restructuring had gone on uh, that confirmed yesterday, so they saved like another twenty-six million. Haven't even gotten to the Shaq Griffin cut yet, which what I, uh, you know, I would certainly assume is coming. Still no update on the what you would hope would have just been a rubber stamp of Calvin Ridley being reinvited to the NFL. We'll wait on that news. Wouldn't shock me if that came sooner rather than later. Some of the lingering questions when it comes to this roster, I think we're, we we got a little bit more of a clue from Trent Baalke in particular. Also interesting uh, to hear Doug Peterson. Now, I'm going to paraphrase. We're going to get into what these guys had to say more specifically <clears throat> coming up next segment. <clears throat> and by the way, the Franchi Show is live at the Combine. They had those dudes live on the air yesterday. So for a different, long-form, one-on-one perspective, you can find that at 1010XL On Demand or any of our other platforms. I, I would recommend taking, you know, 10, 15 minutes today and listen to those interviews as they kind of played out, as I said, more long-form. We'll take snippets this morning from the press conference, and I'll pick and choose what I thought was most relevant yesterday as it, uh, as it pertains to us. But just kind of a generic paraphrasal 
it seems to be the lean more heavily than not on keeping this band together as best they can. That's not a that's not a direct quote. Hey, we're we're gonna keep the band together. We feel like we're a Super Bowl away. I, they have to know the defensive holes that are there. And sure, we can say the defense, you know, played better. They gave up 27 unanswered against the Chargers to start the other side of that as they held on and came back and won the game. But yet, you know, same situation at Kansas City. You let a backup quarterback go 95-plus yards for what ended up being the winning margin. So it was whether it was Trent Balky saying, you know, that the offseason plan includes trying to keep the core of the team together. Whether it was Doug Peterson yesterday opening with really trying to build on the 2022 momentum. He, too, talking about the importance of keeping the core of the team together. There's a difference between keeping the core together and bringing everyone back. But did you really consider Roy Robertson-Harris part of the core? I mean, it seems with that move, he was considered a core player. So I'm sure their definition of core and ours may vary a little bit. Doug Peterson did speak to the status of Calvin Ridley. You'll hear that. There are a lot of interesting stuff. We'll spend quite a bit of time next segment uh, going inside the combine press conferences of both Trent Baalke and head coach Doug Peterson. Meanwhile, the news around the league is just busting us this morning. Again, you have to do some reading between the lines. But it sure seems like it's a done deal that Aaron Rodgers has played his last game as a Packer, if you listen to their GM yesterday. Hardly uh, we've sat down and talked to Aaron. We're going to build the best team around him. He'll end his career as a Packer. He's a Hall of Famer. It wasn't that. It was a, um, er, we'll see. Aaron Rodgers is going somewhere. I Buyer beware. Buyer beware. I mean, I hear like Aaron Rodgers to be the missing piece for the Jets. Look, Aaron Rodgers is an aging quarterback who statistically is coming off his worst year and didn't take the Packers to the playoffs. In fact, finished sub 500. So, you know, you know, you got a home game to end the year against the Detroit Lions that... it's no guarantee that if you had Aaron Rodgers at his age and where he is, and quite frankly, his commitment mentally. This dude spends off-seasons on retreats, man. Not not getting his guys together and taking them to the Bahamas to throw the football around or any of the other, quote, football retreats that we've seen Brady and others do throughout the year, Peyton and others do. This dude goes locks himself in a darkness chamber. This guy runs with voodoo priestesses. He hangs out with flighty actresses for the year in cabins doing ayahuasca. There are some flags, man. I don't know if they're red, but there are some flags around Aaron Rodgers. The quarterback situation becomes uh, super interesting. Again, I'll stand by this news being a lot more, you know, important to me than, I don't know, the broad jump of wide receiver C. But an interesting reveal by the Dolphins yesterday. There's something to this lack of commitment to Tua E. Good morning, friend. How are we doing today? What's happening? I want to say one thing, by the way. Your Lakers without LeBron lost last night. Make no mistake, I'm not rooting for LeBron to miss the playoffs. I want to see LeBron play. I'm a basketball fan. Right. 
just questioning the manner and mode of can they get there and, you know, whether or not he'll play LeBron in the walking boot last night with a sore foot. Still no uh, defined uh, prognosis as to what exactly the injury is. For now, I will classify it as a boo-boo. He gets mad. <laughs> so back to Tua, though, man. There, You feel me? There's a lack of commitment to Tua. Yeah, absolutely. And I kind of understand it. I kind of get I, it. I guess a little bit. But, man, we are talking about a kid who, for the first half of last year, was a, a legitimate MVP candidate. I mean, he's got great weapons. And that's not to say that Waddle and Tyreek Hill didn't have a lot to do with it. But still... Doesn't reek of a, we need to make a quarterback change. Maybe it's the lingering concussions, man. That 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 bothers exactly you, right? What it is. You're worried that you, if your quarterback gets a concussion in week three, he might be done for the year. Look if, what it did to them this year. If Trevor Lawrence gets a concussion in week three, he'll sit out a week or two, but we will certainly see him back. Right. To it, to it, he doesn't have any more. He doesn't have that many more boxes to scratch off when it comes to those concussions. Well, and don't forget that Tua last year, after being cleared, still wasn't quote cleared, right? They cleared him from concussion protocol, but yet he still wasn't going through football activity. So that may have something to do with it. But uh, according to Mike McDaniel, their head coach, again, this the intriguing part of the combine, said the Dolphins haven't made a decision on whether to pick up to his fifth-year option. He and the GM discussing it, leading up to a deadline that lingers uh, at the end of April, May 1st, in fact. He... In the options for $23.2 million. Look, that sounds like a lot of money when you sign that first-round quarterback to his rookie deal, but you get to it now and you understand that $23.2 is cheap. Why wouldn't you pick that option up? I guess, look, what's going to happen concussion-wise between now and May 1st? Nothing. You have to make that decision based on what you've seen from Tua. The fact that here we are already March and you don't know? Again, it's not that what these guys say means that the quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers or Tua, won't be the guy moving forward, but it's what they don't say about supporting him. Oh, sure, Tua will be back. It's a no-brainer picking up. We spent a high top 10 draft pick. I think we saw with Tua last year just how important and productive a player it can be. So, yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt, we'll pick up the fifth-year option. You know, our only concerns with Tua is that he stays healthy, and that'll be our primary concern uh, as we go through this offseason. You didn't hear him say that. Like any other player, you fact in every variable, McDaniel said. I think it's important to recognize we have a congruence of interest by the Dolphins and the player, too, that we both wanted to play at a very high level for a long time for the Dolphins. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the Titans clarified their quarterback. Now, see, this is the other side of that at the Combine, Right? And if anybody could be left out on thin ice, it'd be Ryan Tannehill. He's not Aaron Rodgers or even Tua. But when Titans GM Rand Carthon, shout out former Gator, spoke yesterday, didn't seem to be a lot of... It was no question. Didn't seem to be a lot of question, right? He's been a diligent worker. He's been in the building every day rehabbing, getting his work in, Carthon said. He's under contract. I'm excited about moving forward with him. Have a ton of respect for him. Now, that means even a little bit more because he was more noncommittal when he was introduced. He had to do his due diligence. He said as much when he was introduced as their new GM, needed further evaluation on Tannehill. Yesterday was certainly a progression from that stance. The Seahawks got a career year out of Geno Smith, yet certainly floating pretty strongly. They'll consider quarterback at number five. 
Now, the quarterback percolation, and what I mean, that's just how the, the they're, they're bubbling here a little bit. It'd be very hard to accurately predict these guys in order of how they're going to be picked. Feels like one of these guys are going to go sooner or later than we think. It happened with Justin Fields, right? He fell all the way to 11. He was the fourth quarterback taken. Didn't seem like he should have been. Both Trey Lance and Zach Wilson going between he and Trevor Lawrence. One of these guys, and I don't know, I mean, are you going to wake up and CJ Stroud was the 12th pick behind Levis and AR? Are we going to wake up in AR, everyone smells the uncertainty, and he goes 25th? There's a lot there. And, the, and, and look, the Seahawks sitting there at five, at the very least, have a very valuable chip. If somehow only two of the, first, uh, two of the quarterbacks are taken in the top four picks, suddenly if you're sitting at number five and whoever really wants either Levis or Stroud or AR or Bryce Young, I don't know how it's going to go for sure. Oh, by the way, I gave you some bad intel yesterday. It was a fact error failure, an FEF. Those, those were the heights that those guys were bringing with them to Indianapolis. The official heights and weights of the quarterbacks uh, still to come. And so all eyes on, on Bryce Young. I thought I had an excellent idea yesterday, E. Sometimes just out of a uh, common conversation comes, um, you know, epiphanies of ideas. And I thought this when it comes to quarterbacks, this doesn't apply to everyone at every position in every sport. But when it comes to quarterbacks, how about instead of measuring how tall they are, we measure what their eye level is at. That takes hair out of the equation uh-huh. or dude with high or low forehead. I don't know all the um, anatomy here, but it could make as much of a quarter or a half inch difference, I would think. That uh, Yeah, that epiphany came during the high school hour, right? Right. Yeah. Like if we were, if you put two guys side by side, I bet you very rarely are their eye levels the exact same. Right. If they're the same height, I mean. Well, I don't know. I mean, we're talking fractions of an inches, but golly, uh, we sure know what uh, links these dudes go through. Uh, be prepared. Uh, matter of fact, I'm going to do you a solid today. This is going to just further in, in, entrench your kinship, your ride or die with Dan Hicken. Okay, but there's a little ditty fight song that the New York Rangers uh, use, and it's just about uh, da 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 da. Let's go, Rangers. And he just boom, boom, boom. And all oh, they used to play it for him all the time. He gets giddy. Rangers made a big trade yesterday in hockey. Got a former MVP. I'm, that's all I'm going to say about it. I got no interest in in the Rangers, the hockey, and just faint interest in Dan Hicken himself. But that's what he's going to come in and open with. Never mind Trip Balky at the Combine or Doug Peterson at the Combine or any other of the percolating news. Never mind the Gators win at uh, Georgia last night. He's going to come in and he's going to leave with the New York Rangers this morning. So when you hook him up with that, he's going to look at you like a star-crossed lover. Bluebirds are going to fly around his head. Um, you know, there's something to these dudes in the NBA. There's something to the the just the black cloud that follows them as far as what kind of asset are they going to be when you bring them in. Kyrie and Luca have now played basketball together five times. They are one and four. Russ joined the red hot Los Angeles Clippers that were surging towards a top two seed. With Russell Westbrook, now a member of the Los Angeles Clippers, 0-3. Look, part of this can be explained by finding your new playing rotations, your new rhythms. But, man, you want to talk about two guys that something follows. It follows. You see that movie? 
It's Russ and Kyrie, and lo and behold, here they are with two moves that are supposed to shake up. You, you Now watch when Kevin Durant joins Phoenix. They ain't going one and four in the first five. Uh, by the way, that debut is now coming. I think they slated it for maybe, it's either. KD? Yeah. I thought it was tonight. March 1st. Yeah, I think. yeah, it's tonight. I think you're mm-hmm. right. So we got more from the NFL coming up on Football Fix. You know, again, what intrigues me is what these dudes are telling us in their State of the Union's. And the Bengals have a big middle finger for all you keyboard warriors out there. How this storyline ever developed and then got a lot of heat and fire this offseason. I'll remind you what that storyline was that involves the Cincinnati Bengals and how ridiculous the Bengals GM classified it as uh, yesterday. In fact, he went to this one uh, like a a schoolyard retort. Find your own. We'll detail that a little bit further coming up in a football fix. When we come back on the other side, um, we'll hear it from the horse's mouth. Those horses, the Jags, Brass, Doug Peterson, and Trent Balky, both meeting the media in Indianapolis yesterday. I will share with you the most important of what they said in those media gatherings. We're up and rolling here on a Beatrose Plumbing uh, Wednesday. Like family, that's Beatrose Plumbing. Uh, been around as a family-run uh, quality name for so long. You can trust and uh, believe in them and... The relationship that you hear beginning here will uh, remain just as steady and constant as what you can expect from them. Uh, Customer service, job well done, and everywhere in between. They'll treat you like family, and uh, they're there for any plumbing situation you have. Go to BeatrosePlumbing.com. I'd like to take a moment and welcome Quinn Snyder as the new head basketball coach of the Atlanta Hawks. His team had an eight-point lead with about three minutes to go yesterday, and they lost by three. So, uh, Quinn, good luck with all that. You don't know what you signed up for there, Chief. So let me share my frustrations as a sports fan just a bit, okay? Hawks lost by three. Uh, Trey Young missed two open three-pointers in the final seconds that would have tied it. He had good looks. They were good shots. He missed them, though, at the end of the day. That's an 0 for 2 on your superstar uh, tag when it comes to attempts to, you know, win basketball games, or in this case, tie. But it's worse than that. My man Trey Young fouled a dude on, like, the end-of-half buzzer beater from the other side of half court, which is what? A three-shot foul makes all three. Hawks lose by three. Yeah, Quinn Snyder, good luck. Godspeed to you, my man. All right, let, let's get to some of these issues and answers from, from the combine. I, I'm not going to bounce back and forth. I, look, I, I, we're going to start with Trent Bauke, who is the primary designer of what they'll do this offseason. Then I'm going to share some stuff with Doug, Doug Peterson, both both uh, on and and off of the uh, pick. Bauke yesterday uh, well, here's a generic uh, welcome to Indy offseason plan. The, you know, the last two years, you know, we've de- delved heavily into free agency, and we're at the point now where it's draft and develop, right? Um, we we got a nice core, a nice core of young players. Feel really good about that group with a good mix of veteran guys with a lot of experience. That uh, And the whole thing for us now is about the locker room, making sure we keep the locker room where we've got it. Okay. Remember I told you of everything he said, there was a sentence there that kind of applied to, to, to something, all right? This slight drumbeat that's out there, why you would want to, I don't know, that's your prerogative. We're all, we're all here, Jag fans. We can 
disagree on certain things about our past, present, or future. But this notion of the Jags going after Jalen Ramsey repulses me. He's the worst teammate in Jaguars history. He may be liked by the players. He's terrible for your locker room. Those aren't the same thing. Dudes liking dudes and what's best for your locker room are not the same thing. Jalen Ramsey faked an injury and left his brothers out on the battlefield. 100% healthy, faked a back injury because he was pouting like a child. And let's go back to what started all this. I can't believe how this was whitewashed. E.T., to the moment, okay, aside from showing up in a money truck and talking and, you know, just just your general personality, your air of I'm better than everyone, right? Aside from that, that Sunday afternoon in Houston where that joker cried like a baby, sprinted off the field, attacked his coaches, hey, there's 100% culpability in how that all started, and it was with number 20. Oh, poor baby, they're not going to challenge. Oh, by the way, it was interference. You would have been wrong. But to act like, and that led to the whole thing, and then the misconstruing of what happened in the locker room, and then Jalen taking his pacifier and his, you know, ball and going home. And to every one of you listening, sticking both middle fingers, get me out of here. I mean, there's some that want him back. But there's he's, a lot of people that want him yeah, back. Yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb. Because of what he just said, that locker room matters. We got to pay guys that love Jacksonville in the next few years. You want to go pay a 30-year-old cornerback his going rate of one of the tops in the league? You want to take on all that in addition to taking on him? Y'all don't know what you're wishing for, man. Just trust trust me on this one. No. And what Trent Balky just said there at the end, Jalen Ramsey is a locker room problem. He's not a teammate problem. You know, a lot of guys liked Jalen Ramsey. Now, funny, the guys that liked him the most are Leonard Fournette and, you know, Jan and Fowler and where are those guys? You know who he didn't like or like him? Calais. There's a sign for you. There's a clue. So, no, hell no on Jalen now at the, at the wrong end of starting to age. Still a great player, he is. No. Not going to get better as his career ends. And to bring that me, me, me nonsense to this. Did y'all see this team at the end of the year? Did you see him, E.T.? I saw it. There's some love and family there. Now, why in the hell would you want to bring the biggest me first guy in the history of this city into that? Why? I'm getting kind of a side side eye look from you like you'd be in that. I'd take Jalen back camp. No, no, no. uh, And also to piggyback off that, Mike DiRocco is on record saying that this is one of the best locker rooms that he's ever worked That's with. That's what I'm saying, man. You're not bringing this, this, this. You're not throwing a baby Ruth into our pool party. Okay? That's what happens if you throw Jalen in. A baby Ruth in its package is a delicious, tasty morsel. Throw it in your pool party and we got issues. <laughs> and it doesn't matter what I say or what you think or, 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 it matters what Trent Balky said. I promise you this: that last little co- that last little sentence from that comment on the off-season plan said that it was so important to consider our locker room. Yeah, if you're if that's one of your, you know, missives, 
Hard pass on Jalen. Let, let him go be Detroit's problem, man. Let me know how that works out for you, Detroit, in a couple of years when he moves on now to his fourth team and then to his fifth, all the while telling you that he's that guy. He's the best. As for that core, a word that keeps coming up, I don't know how exactly to define it, but here's more on what Trent Balky had to say about it. Well, again, we're trying to keep the core together. And the core is not just frontline players. It's guys at every level of the 53. Every, every guy on that team, when you're talking about 53 players, every one of those players is important. And uh, CJ and Jamichael are two guys that are key guys in that locker room. They're key contributors, uh, not only on the, on the field, but in the community, within the, the leadership of the team. So there's a lot of things that go into that, but we're, we're glad that they're aboard for another two years and looking forward. We've, we've got a lot more work to do, as you know. Um, so there is a somewhat of a definition. It's, it's not totally just your frontline players. But uh, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Brandon Sheriff, all yesterday involved in some cap clearances. They have their deals restructured, clear 26.14. Those guys certainly core guys. And, man, um, you want to talk about hitting a home run in free agency a year ago. There you go. Those three uh, in and of themselves tell you that. Evan Ingram was also part of that. And the two, I guess, big unknowns here from a personnel standpoint as we wonder what happens this offseason are the status of Jawan Taylor and Evan Ingram. Ingram, you know, he was asked, would he be a candidate for the franchise tag? Well, you know, of course he would be. It doesn't matter. Don't even need to ask that. We'll have to see how they go as they move toward that. But uh, certainly fans want to know, and the league will also see the effect. If either of these guys go free agency, they'll be sought after. But, you know, more than anything else, People want to know about the status of Juwan Taylor and Evan Ingram. So, Trent Balky, what you got for us? You know, again, I think with Juwan and Evan, I, I don't want to speak for them. Uh, they know how we feel about them, and I think we know how they feel about us. And the, the, there, there's a win-win in there somewhere. We just got to get to that. And the negotiations are ongoing, and there's something that, you know, they're not going to get finished today. Um, but we've got a nice window here before free agency start. And our goal is to try to close those deals uh, within that window. He he, he continues to, to talk about Jawan Taylor as a real possibility, right? He did that at the end, and that hasn't seemed to waver. They're quote negotiating uh, on that. Man, I just I wonder if I wonder about having three starter level tackles, and you can only play two of them. Odd situation, right? I mean, you, you could make the argument. You used a second rounder on Jawan Taylor. You got the most you could out of him. It's time to use the other second rounder, see what you get out of Walker Little, and then move on and spend that Jawan Taylor money somewhere else. I'm not sure I don't prefer that. I like Jawan Taylor, but come on now. We're not talking about first-team All-Pro. And we got other issues on this football team. I'm not sure if I wouldn't prefer to spend that Jawan Taylor money somewhere else. Now, look, it, it, Jawan Taylor was the – we heard Tony say it. It's the best tackle on the team. It's also important when you got a young quarterback that's developing. So I'm not going to be like, ooh, thumbs down if Jawan Taylor is resigned. I'm just not sure if it's, you know, I- exactly what, um, well, really what I would do. All right, Doug Peterson also met uh, yesterday. Uh, talks about building on the 2022 momentum. And then he was asked about now, suddenly, in one year, really, in one half a year, you've become the team to beat in the AFC South? You definitely want him to think that way, you know, Um I want them to feel that kind of pressure, you know, where you have to perform week in and week out. You know, but in, the, in this past year, we were just, um, you know, playing to win a game. 
and and then and then ultimately we find ourselves, you know, winning more games at the end of the season, putting ourselves in a position to win the AFC South. But now those are the expectations that 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 I, as the head coach, expect our football team to have, and and that'll start, you know, April seventeenth when we when we start our offseason program. All right, the, the league, you know, the guys that are gathered there, it's not just local reporters. They they are now, you know, they're gaga over Trevor as well. And so naturally they're going to ask the head coach uh, about his emerging franchise quarterback and just how far he moved forward, Trevor Lawrence, in 2022. It's just another step in, in, in the leadership role, right? Uh, you know, last year was probably about learning a new offense, learning to play this game, learning – the, a bunch of different aspects of playing quarterback in the National Football League. We just we just build on that. That's the next step. That's the challenge for him, again, to take as great as he was and as good as he was at the end of the year, he can be better, you know, and, and that's the challenge that, that we'll have for him uh, when he gets back in in April, and and uh, I know that'll be the, 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 the challenge that he'll put on himself to, to play and and be a be a better you know uh, version of himself moving forward. Boy, it's not just having the guy at quarterback; it's having that guy mentoring him. I mean, again, one of the really hidden huge strengths of Doug Peterson last year was Doug Peterson, the psychologist. And I'm not going to detail this, you know, over and over throughout the offseason, but there were four or five times during the year where he said things that made you go kind of, hmm, and uh, he was saying them to his team as much as he was to all of us, and then ultimately they play out. You just earn that much more trust, i.e. after getting smashed by Detroit following to four and eight, oh, that's a one-off, we're fine. Oh, are you? Yes, they were. He also talked about the importance of keeping the core together. I think that's now well established. And, uh, you know, when you talk about the core, you're primarily talking about those two dudes that we wonder about, Evan Ingram and uh, Jawan Taylor. But there's also uh, an addition to the core that they've already made but still waiting to see him, and that's Calvin Ridley. Coach, anything on the status of uh, perhaps your future number one receiver? He hasn't been cleared yet. So I'm just waiting for that day, anticipating the day that he can, um, he's cleared by the NFL. And uh, we're looking forward to that day. I can only go off what I've seen on film. And, um, you know, he's excitable. He's a, he's, he's a top receiver in this league when he's, when he's on his game. Um, I'm excited when that day comes that we can embrace him, you know, in, onto our team. And, um, you know, he gives us uh, uh, just another, another weapon potentially uh, for Trevor. All right, 2022, this was reiterated by both yesterday, just a starting point they uh, feel for this football team. Well, I, I think momentum can carry you, but every year is different. You know, we're, we're all 32 teams are starting over, you know, and everybody's zero and zero. And, um, you know, we're, we're trying to build the best roster, um, just like the 31 other teams right now. But we can, we can learn from what we did, especially the second half of our season. Um, I feel like we got the right guys, the right makeup, the chemistry, the locker room is solid. And, and those are the things you build on. You know, that's the momentum that you're talking about with those guys right there. And guys that have been in Jacksonville, you know, and, and, and they've, they've kind of gone through some tough times. And now, you know, this past year, they, they got on the other side of that. And so that's the challenge now of keeping that rolling uh, as we head into 23. All right, we have our opponents for the Hall of Fame game. Remember when we played in the Hall of Fame game? That was a fun little trip we had to Canton. Obviously, uh, the coronation of Tony Baselli, um took top headlines there. But 
Uh, we do have those opponents. So for all you advanced planners into your summer TV viewing, I'll tell you who has gotten the assignment for the Hall of Fame game. Uh, the Bengals with, uh, hey, man, look away. Details on that when we return as well. It's Betros Plumbing Wednesday. You're listening to The Drill. Uh, the Florida Gator basketball team reinvigorates, brings back to life its NIT hopes. They get to 15-15 and 15 on the year with a road win at Georgia, so they beat their former head coach, Mike White, for the second time this year. I'm sure that feels good for Todd Golden. Had a big night from Will Richard. That's what it takes for this Gator basketball team to have a day. They need one of these 10-point scorers to have a 25-point night, and that's exactly what Will Richard did. Averages 10 this year, had 24, hit five three-pointers. Uh, the Gators' starters were really good from three last night. Seven for 15 uh, gets it done. And look, they fell behind early, stormed back, led by 10 at the half, and held that advantage uh, in the second half. And so at 15 and 15, they end their season, the regular season, at home against LSU. Certainly a winnable game, a, a team they've beaten already this year. So that will get them to 16 and 15, nine and nine in the league. Not completely undifferent than the season they had a year ago. I believe they were 9-9 and in the SEC last year, although they did push 20 wins, I think, by the time all were uh, said and done. So, um, I, 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 there's just there are certain teams that aren't great but have a makeup that could lend to them being like a surprise run through a conference tournament. The Florida Gators are not such a team. They have a limited outlook in the SEC tournament. I really would think they would lose their very first game, and if they get anywhere near the top of that, they are incapable of making a run of winning two or three or four games against the likes of Alabama, Tennessee, Kentucky, Arkansas, and maybe even further down the list of Texas. I mean, Texas A&M is like the, the sleeping, forgotten contender in the SEC. Those dudes are like 14-3 and three now in the SEC. One again last night. They just do it by small margins, and it, sometimes it's ugly. But 14-3 and three in the league, still barely ranked in the uh, top 25. But, yeah, uh, uh, Riley Kugel has emerged as the best player, and yet, according to my man Hick, there's there's rumors floating around him potentially going into the transfer portal. That would be devastating um, if you're Florida because he, to me, looks like by far the best player with the most upside on the entire roster. All right, fire up the band. We've got a football fix. It's brought to you. This morning by Pet Paradise. Why not? The official pet services provider of your Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, for your member of the family, become the, uh, a member of the Pet Paradise family. Any and every service that you need, top-notch modern facilities, staff that loves them like you do, why would you go anywhere else? Find out more, including some of the promotions they have on, ongoing right now at PetParadise.com. All right, let's get to news around the NFL. And, yeah, quarterbacks certainly in the news yesterday. As much by the lack of endorsement as any other reason. Take Brian Gutenkinst. He is the general manager for the the Green Bay Packers. He was asked about Aaron Rodgers. And, uh, yeah, not, oh, yeah, we're with Aaron. We're talking to make the team better. He's a Hall of Famer. We want him to retire a Packer. No, all options are on the table, he said. Basically, based on what he said and how Aaron Rodgers acts, I really have never felt stronger than Aaron Rodgers will be playing somewhere else next year. Buyer beware on that. I mean, if you're a contender and you're right on the cusp, could he give you a Matthew Stafford bump? I guess he could. But, like, the Jets, I mean, it's laughable to me that, oh, you get Aaron Rodgers, suddenly you're a Super Bowl contender or even a sure thing in the playoffs. I, I don't think so. 
Not to not say wouldn't be sought after. Meanwhile, Geno Smith coming off a career year and by all accounts wants to remain in Seattle, but he's not under contract. And Seahawks putting out uh, the aroma of perhaps being interested in a quarterback at number five overall. We get all this because all of the teams are at the Combine. 49ers have cut ties officially with Jimmy G. I guess the you, the word was probably used, but even with, I mean, are they going to be in the same situation that Purdy will be out for the year? Garoppolo doesn't sign anywhere. Trey Lance is still a mystery, and somehow we end up in deep August, and there's Jimmy G getting a call from the Niners again. I would imagine he would lock himself up as a starter somewhere else. Uh, the Dolphins not ready to commit to two and a fifth-year option. That's a decision that has to be made by the beginning of May. I'm sure this is health-driven more than anything. Meanwhile, other side of the coin, Titans are doubling down on Ryan Tannehill. Feels that way. Their new GM ran Carthon, and now that he's had some time, um, basically said he loves him. Derek Carr is a name that percolates, and now it's rumored visits, and apparently Carolina's back in the mix. Marcus Mariota will be featured in the Netflix quarterback documentary. He gone cut by the Atlanta Falcons after just one season uh, in Atlanta. The, the Bengals know it's time to get busy on working on a Joe Burrow extension. Don't be surprised if that happens this offseason. Meanwhile, when it comes to other members of their passing attack, uh, their GM had a message yesterday. Find your own. This ridiculous. It seemed more fan-driven and social media-initiated subject that T. Higgins could get traded by the Bengals. Why in the world would you do that if you were Cincinnati? You got Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, T. Higgins. Why would you trade T. Higgins? Well, the Bengals kind of intimated as much. What are you people freaking crazy? You need a good receiver? Find your own, boss. He's ours. Uh, playoff any, uh, Lenny is soon to be homeless. He'll be released by the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, he's become really as much of just kind of a third down threat out of the backfield as he has a power runner. He had as many yards receiving last year as he did rushing. Come on, Jeff. Put some respect on his name. It's Lombardi Lenny. Oh, is he Lombardi Lenny? Lombardi Lenny. He, he did win that Super Bowl. <laughs> Tom Brady had little to do with that, but sure. He, he got hot in the playoffs in the Super Bowl year. I don't know how much of a market there is for Leonard Fournette. He's an eight carry a, a game back now, isn't he? Somebody's back up. He, he's a, he feels perfectly in line to be like a Baltimore Raven, one of their 12 running backs. Stick him in there when the other 11 are hurt because you know it's coming. <laughs> and the Hall of Fame game is uh, now set on the schedule to be Browns-Jets to open the preseason. And ET, I'll give you a little bit of trivia around that designation. Okay. Did you? Know, I, I think I'm correct here. Did you know the Browns and the Jets played the first Monday night football game in history? Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, the first Monday nighter, I'm pretty sure, was Browns-Jets back in the late 60s. Keith Jackson, whoa, Nelly, was on the mic. This guy is an almond there. Ah, thank you. Crazy. Thank you. Well, we'll find out even more on that in about 20 minutes when John joins us for uh, trivia this morning. That's Football Fix. You are welcome. Brought to you by Pet Paradise. You can trust them, gang. Um, the Hick and Arrival more come your way next. It's Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday. They are like family here in Jacksonville. That uh, name has been quality plumbing for more than 50 years. Go to BeatrosePlumbing.com. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. Oh! You know it! Hey, 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 
Sounds like Chuck Woolery. We'll be back in two and two. I just yes. Strengthen your bond. Yes. <laughs> Riding harder and longer. And Welcome to the. More vast up than ever. <laughs> Call Jeff Bross and Chris Paul for the alley-oop. Oh, we ride together. I told him, I said, hey, you, you want to you take it level six with Hicken? Oh, wow. Find this little ditty. Mm. See what I do? Do you do that kind of stuff for me? No, when I'm off, you tell everyone I was suspended. That's right. It's such a difference. Big difference. Character and conscious. Is it? Consciousness. <laughs> Woo! Patrick Kane, come on down. Oh, I love it. But we got a big, big... uh. Hill to climb, man. A lot of good teams out there playing hockey, including those damn this, Boston I, I'll Bruins. I'll just ask you this. We won't uh, bog down too much on it with all this going on. Football Bug talk. Is, wow. is Kane still in his prime or is he? No, but he's still pretty good. Okay. He just scored like. But like he won the MVP like 10 years ago, right? Yeah, he's three cup champion. Uh, Chicago, right? Beef, yeah. one of Beef's guys. Mm-hmm. I talked to Beef yesterday about oh, it. Oh, good. Nice. Yep. It, was, uh, it was terrific. It's terrific. Uh, I think it's Tay-Tay's favorite hockey player. So, As they say in hockey, yes. let's do that hockey. Yes. Well, there but, you, you know, the, listen, he, the only team he would go to, the Rangers and the Blackhawks, were hamstrung. They were yeah. going to lose them or get, yeah. you know, a draft pick. So our, big, our big addition to get, got a firsthand look at just what he's got to deal with. Last Your time. new coach. Yeah, my new coach who watched his superstar player literally lose the game for him. Did you see what happened at halftime? I did not. They lost by three points at the halftime with a three-quarters court shot. My guy, Trey Young, fouled the guy. Ooh. One, two, three, three free points before half, and then with two open looks down three in the last 10 seconds. Two open looks, two good shots, missed them both. Mm. So they had an eight-point lead with two minutes to go and lost the game. I saw they were up. Quinn Snyder, that's yours. Good luck, buddy. Have fun. Well, here's the thing, and I— We need to bring back Prunty, the assistant. I mean, you know, the interim was 2-0. Prunty. (laughs) We want Prunty. I do. I read an article about your Atlanta Hawks. I I am your article. You don't need to read it. Just ask me. And did, then, did they tell you anything that I haven't told you? Not really. It's just the whole. Uh, well, here's what they they pushed your your narrative forward by saying the reason why it's good for him to come in right now is he's got 20 games to decide what he thinks about Trey Young. Not denying his talent, but what is going on in that organization? Apparently, again, reportedly, the players don't even like him. Nobody likes him. He's, he's a non-likable cat. and and He's an undersized uber shooter. Diva. So coach the, killer. So, uh, so the, he plays no defense. And there is total... So you got like this billionaire owner dude. And then the billionaire owner dude has a son who's like 27. And so... And so you, f- you got rid of the, the Schenk guy. So Landry Fields takes over, but... Landry Fields didn't want Quinn Snyder. Kyle Corver, your assistant GM, played for him. Wanted Quinn Snyder. So there's a our assistant GM sound like they can still play for us. Yeah, well, and so, our G, I mean both. I GMs. know. So there's a there's a disconnect going on in the front office. Everybody's sort of jockeying for strength and I, position. I, I, I suggested it's a you, mess. Suggested you back in like you know November or December they should. We need to blow it up. Trey, Trey Young, while he's got the most value. Yeah. And and build around some of these other guys. Again, it's the most frustrating thing as a sports fan when your roster is better than your record. Yes. If your record's better than your roster, great. The coach is doing great. If if the you know if the roster is better than the record, well, the GM's done his job, but you've got a, a just a combo effect. And John Collins has emerged into like a worthless player. Hick. It's another guy that you when he What's had value. Happened? He don't know, dude. He goes games. He doesn't play offense or defense. He has uh, games. He doesn't score. It's yeah. just. This guy makes $20 million a year, $25 million a year, dude. But with all that said, uh, <clears throat> uh, you know, 
going forward. We'll see. That's the lead. Hawks and Rangers. You're you're yeah. welcome, Google. That just That's happened. what we give you. That just happened. We got all right, we got trivia next. No. <laughs> so uh, you know, big day for the Jags yesterday, just in terms of comments from GM and coach. I know you played a bunch of them, so uh and I watched them uh unfold yesterday. Super Dave Balky with his usual uh, uh, you know, look, that they want to keep as many guys together as they can. They're not going to be able to keep everybody, but I will. This is what I took from that. Evan Ingram is on this football team this year. Whether they ha- if they have to franchise him, they will. He's not going anywhere. And to your point that you said yesterday, because we had kind of the discussion, even if it was just framed as an ETN argument, like what what excites you most about the combine, the the player workouts, or what you hear from yes. some folks, yes, and. And part of your answer was that, well, you're not going to say anything we didn't know already. Yeah. But still, you hear it reaffirmed to make sure yeah. they're still on that path. Yeah. But we all know Evan Ingram's a priority. Evan Ingram it's is. Jawan Taylor's the interesting <clears throat> Yeah. One. And I'm not sure. I still don't think. I don't think he'll end up on the team because I think somebody's going to. You know, if you're getting. I wouldn't do it. I would spend that money elsewhere. Only because you've got five years out of a second round tackle. You've got another one to step in that looks real similar. I understand that. I do think, again, as long as you don't have to break the bank. Uh, it's good to have three for two because inevitably one of those cats gets hurt. So I like the depth that you that you would get with that. Um, it, it's just it's it's going to happen. So anyway, but with that said, Evan Ingram's on the team. Juwan Taylor, and he also mentioned Smoot and those. So he he calls it. A, there's always a win win for when you, when you're negotiating contracts. We'll we'll see what happens. So, um, but that was to me the. The big news is kind of what we thought. They had such good chemistry or such a good locker room or so together that, you know, they they might be willing to overspend a tad to keep some of those guys and feel like those are the right guys because they feel like Trevor is ascending. They feel like, you know, I'll ask a question too. Why hasn't the NFL reinstated Calvin Ridley? I don't know. what the, Is there a date? Is there what's What's the deal? You know, go ahead and reinstate the kid. I mean, if he's—I I agree. I don't know. It makes you nervous. I don't think it makes me. Yeah, it makes me wonder for sure. Like, what? Well, you know, why? What are we waiting on? Our one-on-one financial poll question of the day: How do you feel about Jags GM Trent Balky today? <clears throat> I give you four choices here. Okay. Choice one. I'll admit it. I was. Is, uh, I'm going to go back into giving you the Guggen's choice and the right choice. Sometimes they're the same. Sometimes they're not. Okay. How do you feel about Jags GM Trent Palke today? Our one-to-one financial poll question. I'll admit it. I was wrong. Jury remains out. Hit a free agent bonanza in 22. Anyone could pick TL. There's some truth to all those. Mm-hmm. Okay, give me, well, let me give you the Guggen answer first. What do we got? What are, give me my you four got, I'll admit it. I was wrong. Uh-huh. The jury remains out. Free agent bonanza in 22. Oh, that's hard. I think Anyone this, could pick TL. I think this, I think you got, I think you're going to, I think there's, I don't think there's a runaway leader here. Okay. Um, I think the cynical. I think anyone could pick TL based show with the Googans. Okay. What's your answer? I think that I am. I, look, I, I again, there's a lot of those answers would be my overall answer, but I think the one that suits me the most would be had a hell of a 2022 free agent class. Interesting. So, um, you're usually pretty good at this. You missed today. Uh, I'll admit it. I was wrong. Is the leader forty two point five? Too too soon for that. Uh-huh. They're nine and eight last year. They weren't thirteen. Ju- and Jury four. remains out thirty six point nine. So no that's, runaway. That's Those kind are of close. the but, but like I, mine incorporate that. Anyone could pick TL thirteen point six. Free agent Bonanza twenty two seven point one. Yeah. 
Uh, 300 plus votes at Dan Hicken if you would like I to think vote. What's he will most, post it I as well. I think what's most accurate there, to be honest with you, no, mm. the other two are opinions. I think the other two have, pl- I think the, the TL was anyone would take, uh-huh. and the 2022 Bonanza are the most factual of those four answers. The Jags won last year because of what they did in free agency and because they had Trevor Lawrence. One was a no-brainer, mm-hmm. but without Ingram, mm-hmm. Jones, Sheriff, uh, and and Kirk, they don't win. Okay. Okay. But I'm glad that the fan. Hey, look, you're better stability-wise as a fan base if you believe in your guy than you don't. So I'm glad to see that most people have these. Certainly, one thing is for sure. If you wore a clown mask, you look in hindsight like a complete idiot. Yeah. Right. That's fair. And I think a lot of them would admit it. We've had texts on it. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. there. Boy, yeah. I was wrong on that one. Yeah. So he's certainly competent. Uh-huh. He's, yeah. So anyway, that that's going on. The combine will get cranked up. Uh, things are happening up there. Uh, so, but the big news yesterday, of course, was Peterson and Balky uh, doing their, so funny too. They keep them tight, man. Like they, you get them from time start to time end and they get their time start. And when time end hits, they're done. They're out. See ya. I'm just here so I won't get fined. Yeah. (laughs) It's right. (laughs) In and out. Because they can't really tell you. I mean, you know. I think with the, and I think with the Calvin, really, you you apply and then you have to set a meeting. I'm sure they interview you. They got to check stuff. That's fine. I mean, but let's get it done. I I guess, (laughs) well, somebody said that, you know, if you look at some of the other reinstatements, it takes, it's taken 60, 90 days. Okay. Now, Josh Gordon did. Now, granted, he had multiple stuff going on, so. Just don't want it to get to like you know like uh, April seventeenth we start the uh, yeah I think new probably, season basically and I think that's what you hope it's done by mm-hmm. I I mean either way what are you going to do yeah you're not going to go get a receiver in free agency anyway I don't think no All right you'd be inclined just to find I hey, look he's going I yeah everyone seems to think yeah. the 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 NFL will be awfully hypocritical with their their just they make love to gambling every Sunday afternoon for six hours while the television's on. They take DraftKings oh, into I a know. dark corner oh, yeah. and tongue kiss it. Oh yeah. So now that suddenly, they suddenly think you know that, that uh, your players fair. are above it, and not hearing it. So no, it's I not even it. nine o'clock. Well, I, I mean, know. Tongue kiss is very very mild. Maybe a couple eighth graders do that today. I bet the um oh dear um the uh, Gator baseball team uh, was here last night. Oh, uh, in Jacksonville on the Oak Shroud at Arlington campus in uh, eighteen to eight. Uh, yeah, well, we, can, we've said since the season before even began, it, they got a really good team this year, they right? They continue to mash a little bit. And, uh, think, Those kids uh, we had yesterday are going off to the only school that's beating them, right? USF? That's correct. And they play FSU today. USF or Florida? USF. Florida plays JU again tonight in Gainesville. You certainly get a – Florida is lucky. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine the state of Texas could rival it, but what, what they get to – I mean, programs like USF, JU, and UNF and, and – Stetson, they can get you. Well, if you're Florida, Florida State, <laughs> Miami, you don't have a little uh, jaunt around the state, but Thune Cookman will get you. Uh, and has. I think Florida A&M beat UNF yesterday. Well, there you go. But here's the thing. I mean, there's such good – okay, we talk about the high school baseball in this area, and we always said how it's underrated because it, we don't cover it as much. It's not – you know, football gets more coverage. But, like, those two kids are a perfect example. That's just two kids on the same team going to USF. Right. I mean, sure. So, and those kids, I'd say like, they got. I, the, say I, they got the spotlight. They were I here yesterday. S- yeah, I would say if, uh, I would say if the uh, the shortstop was fifteen pounds heavier, he might be going to a, a Florida, Florida State. You know, that's what he. Uh, the one thing he told me is, you know, is he's he wants to put on a little more weight. So I, they're just. My point is, they're extremely talented, and which leads to your point is, 
And then, you know, you throw midweek pitchers and you never know what could happen. And <clears throat> yesterday, you know, here in Jacksonville, Florida hit the ball well, and they've been hitting the ball well all season. But we'll st- and by the way, Miami lost, I think, speaking of get you, to Florida Atlantic last night, if I'm not mistaken. So that's that's FIU, FAU, Florida Gulf but it's Coast. Great. What's, I mean, great, what's great for Florida and Florida State and Miami is you don't have to travel far because you have all these good teams in this state that you can play. And you know what? It kind of mimics youth baseball in Florida. Same deal. Right. It's 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 always not shocking, but it's somewhat. It, it makes me chuckle a little bit that all these great high school uh, baseball teams, and you've been around mm-hmm. them, that they all go off to these places oh, yeah. far and near. Man, go down the road to Orlando, you'll find everything you need. Yeah, right. Just bring them in. They is there a high school baseball showcase event in this state? In this state, yeah, where the top twenty teams in the state they go to Tampa and play because the, there should be. There should be. Um, another example: FSU plays Florida Gulf Coast this weekend. So, and their midweek games are UCF, Bethune, uh, USF, JU. That's who they play in the midweek, and that's... Those are good teams. That's at Florida. Who are shooting to beat you, throwing their best pitchers sometimes. That's great for the program, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. uh, I have a, a baseball, just a quick baseball note for you, because you had asked me earlier, you know, what's the buzz in Braves camp? Yeah, I did right? ask you that. Yeah, and I, so I, you know, with my finger on, on, uh-huh. on the pulse of the Braves, I, I told you what it was, and the buzz uh, yesterday gave up about six with, in the... Inning in the two thirds. That's okay. Our buzz gave up uh, <laughs> like five in the first against Verlander. Strokes. No, oh. uh, Quint- Quintana. Quintana. Ours is Ian Anderson, who had you know gone through all of this offseason <laughs> rigorous training and changing, and appeared ready, and he went an uh, inning in a third and gave up like six runs. I know. It's just so yeah. You can't. Uh, can, can I? I gotta say something again. Yeah. The Bermuda Triangle of Jacksonville commute is yeah. the Buckman Bridge. Yes. There is a car on fire at the top of the span no. uh, on the West Beltway of the Buckman Bridge this morning. So if you sat there yesterday for two or three hours, guess what? Oh, you're sitting Until again. we douse the flames, I would oh. imagine the, the, the traffic pattern is going to remain in a hold most of this morning. There is a car on fire on the Buckman Bridge. What is going on? I know how to put Buckman. it out. Just put it in the water. We seem to do that once or twice a year. Oof. Well, we got trivia coming up next. GSJ is on deck. It's all happening right here on a Hump Day edition. Let's go, Rangers! Of the drill. He's the man. He's the legend. He's bald. He's beautiful. No backs, no abs today. It's a day of rest. He's GSJ. Get smart, John. Look at me. I am ripped. Hello, Johnny. <laughs> Hello, Guggen. TrivianNation.com's own. Uh, ready to bedazzle us. We told him to go back to the millhouse and crank out some tough questions. Let's see if he has responded this week. We have been uh, on an yeah. unbelievable. Role. We have cheapened the perfect game stat. I mean, I know we're no Harvey Ryan. Yeah. We're yeah, it's, it's yeah. We had like, yes. you we may had like you seven or eight this year already. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to tell you. You may have said something to the effect last week. Um, that, those were JV. Are you going to bring in the varsity yes. next yeah, week? Yeah, it sounds like us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, by the way, I have to uh, again give you guys kudos. That weeks later, I am still uh, uh, getting uh, comments from the Googans about your performance at the Super Bowl trivia, and I had to ask them questions that were asked of you guys, and and most of them didn't get them. And then I said, 
And I said, they got them? And I said, yes, they did. Well, I mean, mm. I, don't know, I told, I gave everyone fair warning. If you're coming, you did. You're, you're either playing for a second <laughs> or put your girl in the corner with a phone and cheat. It's the only way you're going to beat us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Google. That, that happened, right? Yeah, Google is your friend because you ain't beating Dan and Jeff. And E. Yeah. And E. Sorry. I forgot. Yeah. Come on, forget, right. but you know, That's, that's right. Okay. Cool. Oh, and by the way, Dan, uh, special shout out to you, my brother. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. Oh. Um, Back rub? I mean. Shout out. Do you have uh do you have um do you have back stubble yet? Or are you still smooth? Yeah, the back's still smooth? It's pretty smooth, bro. Wow. Nice. This is turning into like I I have a feeling he's gonna get it done again. I do. An esthetician. Yeah, mm. very nice. Okay. So let's see if we can bring some varsity right, to you, okay? Go, you know, we'll start out start, you know, ease into it as yeah, we usually let's do. Ease, ease. Um geography. Oh boy. Don't know much about <laughs> geography. Okay. What nation mm-hmm. has the longest coastline on the Adriatic Sea? Longest coastline on the Adriatic Sea. Is that like a process? I don't you know, I'm <laughs> I'm just guessing. I'm so. not I'm not I'm not sure where is the Is that Ad- like Iceland or I, is that Adriatic? I, 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 that's you know, my guess somewhere Baltic. Or is it more like uh, I think that's it. I think once you get down like, there, you're you're you know once you get south of Europe, you're talking about oh, it's not Mediterranean uh, and, and Indian Ocean and not like uh, like Serbia and Croatia. Well, that's right, same area. That's where you're talking about. I said Iceland. Well, that's, that's not there. Well, is that? I mean, it's, that's up that is area. It? I don't know. Europe. Guys, guys, guys. Yes. What about what? <laughs> what do you say? Guys, guys, settle down. No fighting. Um, we're not fighting. I'm trying to. Throw I, no, names. I don't know where. I don't. I, have I, do, no idea. I do not know where the Adriatic Sea is. So it's going to be hard. I mean, like my 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 thought is Greenland because it's got such a big. But yeah. it would have to be in the Adriatic Sea, and I don't. I think it's but, in the North Sea. To okay, be honest help me. You. Yeah, because I don't. That's up Russia, by, maybe. Adriatic. What did you say? Continent or country? Country. Country. Let's go Russia. Okay, Russia. Italy. Oh, or so Italy. We're, we're way off. <laughs> way off. So it's south. Yeah. What is it, a part of the Mediterranean, John? What is the Adriatic Sea? Where is it? You honestly, know? I don't know. Yeah. I honestly don't know. Adriatic That's a miss. Sea. It's a massive fail. Sit down and shut up. It's a body of water separating the Italian peninsula from the Balkan peninsula. The Adriatic oh, is northernmost of the Mediterranean. Okay. I would have missed that one as well. I had no... Yeah, sniff. We just had it on the well, wrong, there. It is the wrong side of the continent. That kind of shoots and separates the two uh, areas. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, well, well done, Johnny. Uh, that's good. Well, consider uh, varsity. <laughs> consider us put on notice. We just gave up a first inning dinger. Yeah. Bam. Well, that's okay though. We'll fight okay, back. That's all right. That's all right. You're still. Uh, we got it like a, way ahead. E. We got it. We got at least a strike because we identified the continent that <laughs> the Adriatic Sea is. <laughs> A part of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so we got right. like maybe like we three one count. You guys you know, are dumb. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I'm all yeah. right with it. Hey, listen, I suspect that eighty five percent of the eight, uh, I bet maybe even higher than that, eighty five percent would have not known that. Yeah. The Dukins right. and Guggenelis. I went Russia yeah. for Pete's sake. Yeah, I went, okay. I went Iceland. This is bothering me. <laughs> I was trying to think of a bigger country, right? Because of the, yeah. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, iron in the answer. Okay, iron giant. A, iron sharpens iron. A metal-plated wooden warship like the Monitor may also be called what? Is that an Iron Maiden, maybe? Like Maiden Voyage. 
some sort of iron horse. Can you say it again? Sure. A metal-plated wooden warship, like the Monitor, may also be called what? Like, a, is there a is there a warship that I, that iron jumps to mind? There's not, right? Like, a there iron, was a warship iron Viking called the Monitor. Yes, there no, was no, a no, warship yeah, called I, I the Monitor. Yeah. yeah, I was okay. asking Dan. Okay. I, all I can think of is iron. What is Iron Maiden? I mean, I know that's, that's a, a rock. Group. No, I know it is, but it is, it is named after something. It's like, you know, like. But Maiden, like Maiden Voyage, he's talking about the ship. Like, I know. Well, the ship takes a voyage, I'm saying. I don't know. These are, I don't, what, I, I'm trying to think of an iron name, you know, a ship's name around an iron, a style or otherwise. Oh, style. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. You're you're going for a, yeah. I don't know. Iron Viking. I mean, it's got iron in it, so yeah. it's not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm going to go Iron Maiden. Okay. Yeah, the monitor in the Merrimack, um, ironclad. 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 Huh. Okay. Okay. Do you, re- you remember that? I don't think I know what ironclad. I've, heard the term. I've never heard it if, if referred to a boat. That's no. news to me. I didn't know that. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Mm, okay, Johnny. Uh, game on. Okay. Sure. All right. Well, just okay. Just for extra credit here. So the the monitor in the Merrimack. Okay. Uh, ironclad warships. Can you tell me what war they were featured? Uh, I I would say probably World War. That's probably one, isn't it? World War. It's one or two, I'd say. I'd say one. I think it's. I think it's. Okay. Bad. Okay. Well, that was an extra anyway. Well, it was actually. The, it was the Civil War. Okay. Well, it was the Civil War. It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't think uh, of the snack. Civil War as having warships. You don't. Yeah. You absolutely don't. Uh, snacks. Snacks. Throughout the film Zombieland, Woody Harrelson's character longs for what specific snack that he finally receives at the end of the movie. Never saw it. Me either. Uh oh. That, that makes three oh, yeah. of us. Call never, beef. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, he would know. I've never seen the movie. So it's, it's zombie land, uh, some sort of brain, sort of fruit, fruit snack. Oh, no, he's not a zombie, though. Some he's fruit a killer. shoes. Some. Uh, <laughs> it was like a candy bar ish or something. Yeah. yeah. His yeah. name in it was Tallahassee because they all had names. Their names were from where they were. So where maybe they were he's from. an orange. Yeah, no idea. Yeah, we're going to go orange. Okay. Twinkies. Twinkies. Yeah. Got to see the movie. Okay. Impossible to get it without seeing the movie. We are in a pickle. It's actually pretty good. It's pretty good. It is. It's a funny movie. We have been taken out behind the woodshed. Oh, serious fact errors so being thrown spanking. out. Even when we get the wrong answer, we like triple it up wrong by saying things about it that also aren't true. <laughs> you double down. I kind of like it. That's okay. Is this one on um, the air today or are we just taping this? <laughs> Oh, gosh. Uh, TV. TV. Technical issues with John today. He'll return next week. <laughs> yeah. The best of. Right. Okay. What bald guy was a part of Saturday Night Live band before leading David Letterman's CBS Orchestra? Hey, we got Paul one. Schaefer. Yeah. Woo! We're on okay. the board. That was easy. All right. Hmm. Sports. Sports. <laughs> what is the most recent year? Which episode, by the way, which episode of Jeopardy and the like the two thousand point questions did you pull this from? <laughs> Can we go back and find it or anyway? Uh, no, these are these are all from my shows. Yeah. These are all yeah. I, well, we apologize to all the Googans out there that we've made it harder for you now. <laughs> yeah. I've been to plenty of shows. I don't know where these these are coming from, you know. Hey. Mensa edition. It's all right. I like it. <laughs> okay. Uh what is the most recent year? that the Winter Olympics were held in the U.S. Uh, Salt Lake City was, yeah. was 96, Dan? No, no. no that was, uh, oh, it was oh, oh, 06? 
All right, let's go backwards. Yeah, right. Good luck with the winter. I'll do it in summer. I can't do it with the winter. I don't know where they've been. Sochi? We're in Sochi when we were over across the street. That was like 10 or 12, right? They're not the same. They they, they right. put them off. So it would be o- – I think the problem it's o- is they got st- staggered between two years. No, 06 was, I want to say – no, not 06. Not, I don't know. Oof. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's uh, – oh, boy. I remember Salt Lake City, so it wasn't it's, that it's, long it's, ago. It's, it's – I, I I mean I, where do you think it is? I don't think it's not ninety. It's after ninety six. When when it, when are, I need to know when the Winter Olympics are. Well, when's the next one? I need to know. I need because yeah, I don't know, I know if it's oh six oh eight. I don't know which is which. I I don't know when the when which of the two. I don't know when it changed. Yeah, yeah I know because I want to say that weren't the Athens Olympics oh two. That doesn't stretch from ninety six, which puts the Winter Olympics on the oh four oh eight. So I would say it's probably yeah. I want to say it's 0408 because '96 was Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying right. so, summer and winter are not the same year. Right. They used yeah. to be the same year. So if, the winter's if every two was years. Was 02 then? Had they switched? Was Athens 02? I'm suggesting that it was. I don't. I thought. See, I thought when was Sydney? 2000 wasn't Sydney like? Oh God! I, Salt Lake City was mid 2000s. Yeah, and I, I want to say it was 2006. 04? I, I, I don't want to. It I don't know it, when they I changed. Think by 06, they had changed. I don't know. Well, then, that, if, then which one changed? Because. Well, if you think, if you feel like Athens is 02, then let's go 04 for Salt Lake City. Because it's right around there. I just don't know. Might and again, been. Winter Olympics. Yeah. Winter yeah, Olympics. I got you. Right. I got okay. You. I, I just want to make sure you just want to clarify. Two thousand. So their 2000 Olympics were in Sydney. It went Atlanta to Sydney. Yeah. And so then they went again, and I, I think well, then it would be, and then I think O two is when the winter. Started. Yeah, yeah, I think, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what it was. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick two thousand six. That was my first right, cut. I could six. be wrong. O six, Salt Lake City, two thousand two. Ah, was there two, four late, one, one game a late. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Damn you. Audio clue time. <laughs> I need you to interpret this three-paragraph-long <laughs> statement from Chinese dictator. Now I'll fall in love. Come on. What's the question? Who sings it? Word up. You know who sings this E? Yes, I do. Okay, well, then you. I know I can't because I pulled up the audio. But do you know, know already? Before? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, well, then you can. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, if you knew it, then we get if it. You knew it. That's we how get it works. Well, so, way before you say anything. Yeah, let us. Um, okay. Word up. But, but he did. Um, we were. You were just talking about it yesterday. Oh, we were. This group. Yeah. I get people. Yeah. People will stop me. Oh, uh, it's E's. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, E's favorite group. Uh, yeah. Cameo or cameo. song. That's yeah, the same group? which is a great that, song. Is that not a great song? Great song. Yeah, it's the same up. group. Okay. That was a great song to yeah. roller skate to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Casio, as I like to call him. Who, who knew? I know, Casio, right. I know two Cameo songs. I never knew. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I might go and with by, Word Up by, on the island. And by the way, that's easy to believe that he definitely knew that because oh, yeah. it's his favorite song. Yeah, right? group. that's right. Not implying that he wouldn't. Winter games to be split off start on four-year cycle in 94. Oh, wow. That far. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Have time for a couple more. Yes, you do. Yes. In 2013, who was convicted of culpable homicide of model Riva Steenkamp, but upon his appeal to the highest court, he was convicted of murder instead? That's the Blade Runner. Uh, That's right. (laughs) What's his name? The story is, yeah, Oscar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Uh, Fables. Fables. Esau. Yeah. Hans Christian Andersen. Uh, Fill in the blank. Okay. Blanks Green is an afterlife place for sailors with nonstop music and dance, unlimited tobacco, and loads of rum. Blank Green? Yes. Blanks. Apostrophe S. Never heard this phrase in my life, dude. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I, Maybe never, not the phrase, but you've definitely heard of the Evergreen. Uh, it's, 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 oh, it's like Fred's Blank, green. remember, apostrophe S. Yeah, blank, Fred's apostrophe green, S. Yeah. Uh, life's green. Um, death's green. Uh, what? Hold on. Blank's green. Um, <sighs> what are some green... Uh, what, it's, give me, give it again. Maybe there's yeah, a context in yeah. there of what we're talking about. Okay. Uh-huh. Blank Screen is an afterlife place for sailors with nonstop music and dance, unlimited tobacco, and loads of rum. It's a place we want to go. Like a bar. <laughs> like bars green. Ah, oh, you Club dirty screen. dog. What happened? I just, I saw it. Oh, you saw it on the text line? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta stay on the text line. I don't know why. <laughs> what is it? It's Fiddlers. Fiddlers Green? That'd be my guess. Is it Fiddlers? It is. I don't get credit. We got it wrong. Well, the text line. There's also, in fairness, and I'm not saying this to to mislead, these text line geniuses send in the wrong answer all the damn time, oh. right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. so if you sent the right one in today, don't give yourself too big a pat on the back because you jokers <laughs> you, you will make fun of it as you send the wrong answer. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's like people at my show sometimes get a little overzealous and shout out the answer. Unfortunately, it's not always the right one, too. Well, that's a good point, by the way. You can get the others thinking in the wrong way while you write down the right answer. Yeah. One more, one more, quick. All right, Cairo. At a research institute in Giza, tourists can learn how the ancient Egyptians made paper from what plant? Papyrus. Yeah. Get him out of here. Yeah, that's easy. All right, guys. Yeah, all right. Well, <laughs> Get out of here. All right. You know, see ya. Yeah, nobody, Bye. Even the Bruins lose every now and then. No one goes undefeated. So, uh, you know, again, all, all you all you critics out there, feel free to join <laughs> us at next year's Super Bowl. Let you know, we'll see how you did. This is the drill. Hit it. All right. Okay. Sports Concepts and Rationalizations coming your way. We call it the 10-minute drill. At the end of the drill, he likes to throw out a prize pack because he's a nice guy. And if you're nice to him, you'll win. Uh, what are we handing out today, young man? A little razzle-dazzle, oh. man. I got a pair of tickets to Wu-Tang Clan and Nas live at Daly's Place on September 23rd. Okay, tickets go again. on sale Friday at 9 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. I'll let your boy. I believe we're having a – and that, that's at the end of the segment, not right now. I believe we're having a big fall of musical guests because we've been giving away stuff for yeah. October, September, November. Yeah. I mean, so it's all out there for you if – I think the quarterback news was the most compelling to me, and you could pick three or four that you would identify as kind of the the biggest eyebrow raiser from yesterday's go through with the combine. A number of teams have done their state of the franchise kind of updates, but uh-huh. so let me hit these quarterbacks. Get your thoughts okay, on them. Please do. I, I, one again, we're doing some reading between the lines with these things. Uh, Aaron Rodgers played his last game at Lambeau. Those dudes are tired of his act. I, I get that. I thought that too, but you know. 
I can't see a scenario where he's still there. They hate him. They hate him. Yeah, they hate him. And they should have just... And by the way... And, I, just, and he's a, a... Here's my thought. I don't... Listen, I get the fact that you're quirky. I get the fact that you're different. I get the... And, and I'll put up with all of it. Yeah, especially. What I won't put up with, though, is that here it is, March 1st. I still got... I haven't heard from you. Yeah, whatever. I mean, that's just not go. cool. I'm paying you $59 million yeah. this year. Yeah. I'd like to hear from you. Yeah. And by the way, I don't think that's not, too much. And, and by the way, he's done spend his offseason at Tahoe with his receivers throwing the ball or no. taking him on some no. retreat somewhere. No, he's in a darkness chamber or he's dating a voodoo priestess or he's dating some flaky actress who's introducing him to ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. 39 mm-hmm. years old. And he's come off the worst statistical year of his career. Yeah. Fire beware on Aaron Rodgers, but he's done in Green Bay. They drafted that kid in round one. They're going to throw him into the fire. Aaron Rodgers, all he had to do was beat the Lions at home to be a playoff team. So, when I say buyer beware, if you if the Jets think getting Aaron Rodgers is suddenly going to make him a Super Bowl contender, y'all crazy. Mm-hmm. I would say that. All right, next. Yes. Also alarming in the, it's not that these guys said, yeah, he gone. Okay. But there's no, like, support given. Like, Rand Carthon with Tannehill gave him support. I see him, I like him, I respect him. Mm-hmm. You're not getting that with Gunton kissed about uh, Rodgers. And we didn't get it from Mike McDaniel yesterday about Tua. Oh, tell me more. Um, Finn's taking a pass on making a decision oh, the on the option. Yeah. This is a no-brainer. Right. He's twenty could be $23 billion by quarterback standards now cheap. Yeah. But here that often saying they haven't decided yet. Yeah. In fact, Mike McDaniel doesn't make the Tua, you know, fan club feel warm and fuzzy when he says, quote, like any other player, you factor in every variable. I think it's important to recognize we have a congruence of interest by the Dolphins and the player, Tua, that we both wanted to play at a very high level for a long time for the Miami Dolphins. This is all concussion-driven, I think. If Trevor Lawrence gets a concussion week two, Dan, we're going to see him week four. Right. If Tua gets a concussion week two, he may be out for the year. Yeah. Right? Because he's had so many yeah. so many issues. There. Like, you think back to the end of this year, he was cleared in the concussion protocol, yet they wouldn't play him. Well, we've heard, you know, it's funny. We've heard another injured guy linked to Miami a lot, and that's Lamar. I mean, you hear Lamar's name, so. The Falcons also linked with Lamar. I don't know sure. if that's coming more from their fans than yeah. it is. It's hard to say, but. Reality. But nothing. I, I tell you what. If I was Derek Carr. And his brother said it suggested he was going to take his time. I may not take my time. If pick I want to be one a of these, st- yeah, right. pick one and get going. Be careful, right? Yeah, happened to Jimmy G last that's year. That's right. All of a sudden, you look up and you're shut out. Yeah, and you're like, ooh. By the way, Jimmy G again. Again, they've they've quote cut the cord again with Jimmy G. <laughs> of course, they did it by using the word probably. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, I know Doc keeps telling us that you can recuperate from these injuries, but our guy still hasn't gotten the Tommy John. It's March. There's well, no way Bra- Trey, Trey Lance is going to be the quarterback. Yeah, I know. And that was the plan last year, and it worked for about two weeks. <laughs> if I'm Jimmy G, I'm also rushing off to sign somewhere. Yes. Now, of course, free agency hasn't started yet, so they, they can't yet. No, but but you, I, I would do know. it quick. Well, now, in, in Carr's there's case— There's more quarterbacks than there is— Now, look, if Aaron Rodgers says he's out, everybody's going to— Carr can sign now because mm-hmm. he was cut. Jimmy G is a free agent. You have to wait. Yeah. Uh, so there, yeah, there's there's a car is another name that came up yesterday. He just brought that up. Jimmy G's another one. Are the, are the Seahawks just posturing? Could they keep both, or could they move on from a quarterback who had really one of the best quarterback years in the NFL this year, and certainly by a mile the best of his career, well, where, Geno Smith? But where they, would you go if you're the Seahawks? You would go to one of these guys. They pick fifth. Oh, yeah. one of the 
Yeah, you rookie. go Levis or Anthony oh, Richardson. I think, they, or, I think they very well could do yeah, quarterback. And then playing behind Geno, but yeah. then you're what? You just franchise Geno for one year? Yeah. yeah. I, that wouldn't be shocking. I have, by the way, completely turned on one strategy play in the NFL, and I hope like heck they do end up banning it. Okay. That's this rugby pile we've allowed to emerge in the NFL. The, There's no rhyme or reason. You never know when they're going to hesitate and blow the whistle or not. This pushing the quarterback forward. Mm-hmm. I, it's time to end that play to me. Okay. And for years. I, th- I think they might, by the and way. And for years and years and years, it was banned in the NFL. Why they let it come about and back into play, I don't know. But it's I, I don't want to watch them play tug of war. I want to watch them drop a ball play and execute it. I, I, I definitely think um, that might happen. Sure worked for the Eagles, though. They were they ran it terrifically. What kind of future does Leonard Fournette have? The Bucks are going to cut him. Play he somewhere says it as was a guy. his request. Yeah. Hey, give me the over. Why was it his request? I guess he just wants to move on. He realizes the team's terrible, and he hopes he can hook up with some is that what contender is? somewhere. I guess. Okay. Would you want to play there? They got one quarterback on the roster. His name's Kyle Trask. Would I? Um, I want to play where I'm going to make money. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not that. Good that I can be so choosy. Leonard had Leonard's all, a guy. He, he's, he's, he's just fine. a guy. He had almost as many. He's bec- he, he's become almost that change of pace guy from the standpoint. He, he had almost as many his, receiving he lost his yards job to that rookie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Rashad White. Yeah. Yeah. He catches I the ball. I, I, and no, I have no interest in Leonard Fournette coming to Jacksonville. Thank you, though. No, not at all. No, That's nothing no, to this football no, team. No, 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 no. Um, Leonard has forty four hundred yards in his career. 34 touchdowns last year. He averaged uh, 3.5 yards a carry. That's the problem. You know, so. He has not shown the explosiveness he showed in that rookie year with Jacksonville since. Uh, that, that remains his best year. Well, It was no, his best year. No. Yeah, it was. He may have had more yards somewhere. He may have done something else. Well, that 19 here, he had 1,152 yards and 4.3 instead of 3.9. And that was in Jacks? And then in Tampa, he went 180 for 812, which was 4.5. What was his yard per carry his rookie year 17? 3.9. That was it. It seemed like yeah. more. He had the big runs. Had the but big he was runs. so important to that team. Yeah. So that offense didn't have much. He, he got his third guy. and ones yeah. all the time. And he, and he made big plays. Yeah. In, in I, got, I, I like Leonard. Yeah, I do too. I, I just don't wish think it Leonard fits well. Yeah. Leonard, um, but Leonard, I, it's hard to, uh, I don't want to say the wrong thing here. Leonard, for his, Leonard Fournette, what, you have to understand th- something about Leonard Fournette, guys. Leonard Fournette was the best player and Pop Warner anywhere, okay? And then he was the best high school player in the country. And then he went to LSU, and he his had a year, year where— was unbelievable. Was his freshman or sophomore? I think one was, year. That stiff arm was crazy. Yeah, he was, was un, unstoppable. And he never attained that in the NFL. Is that the, fair to say? Yeah, the um, the NFL is the, the ultimate equalizer. Correct. Like you always say, and, and that's so, what right. happened. And so you have to really put in— the time and energy to be great. And I get the feeling that some years Leonard focuses on, you know, being better and some years. We showed up this year fat, remember? Yeah. That was a word. And he yeah. never got going and he lost his job. And he's, yeah. he's he, he looks slower afoot. He just, he's not an he's impact made, player at all. Yeah, yeah. You know he's, what he feels like to me? He feels like becoming the 12th member of the Ravens stable of backfield. I mean, that's what he is. Yeah. The Ravens would be perfect. They, you know, all 11, the rest of them are hurt. So Leonard will play a couple of weeks. He's a, he's a likable dude. Um, he drove, but he drove, he would drive your organization a little bit crazy. He did. He was he not a great. He show up for picture day. No, and, he's not very know, responsible. He yeah, he, he was. was. A, little, a little immature. He'd be yes. a terrible fit here. It's just in line with his. And I think he's gotten better. I think, I think being around Brady probably helped him a great deal. So, 
But as Brady went, like you said, this year, he could have, you know, and, and he caught a, he caught 73 balls this year. That's what I'm saying. He's become more valuable as a pass catcher at almost as many yards receiving as, as rushing. He only only 7.2 yards a catch, though. Not like he, right, he's a dump-off guy. And he'd catch it, and then he'd get tackled. He, he was a guy, Leonard very rarely broke tackles. You know what I mean? Like, Leonard would get hit, and that would be about it. But if he got in the open field, he was so much faster than he appeared. Like, this, his rookie year, he had the fastest yeah. game speed of any player. Yeah. I mean, he hit the fastest top speed of anybody in the league. Tyree Kill and those guys included. Like, he's kind of, body-wise, is kind of Freddie T-like. But not near the player that Freddie T yeah, was. Yeah, Freddie was. You know what I'm saying? Much yeah. more like of a specimen. He, Fre- you, like, Leonard is fast take, and strong. Like, take six foot off, 230. Yeah. Like, yeah. Leonard could run through you and run past you. Yeah, but he, he did it. Right. Fred put moves on Whatever. that were. He'd run over a linebacker and yes. run past his uh, uh, safety. Yeah. He also ran past his coaching staff, his linebacker, the refs, and the whole field at Buffalo, <laughs> which also kind of summed up Lenny. <laughs> Lenny, I'm told, went into Doug Marone to complain that he got a half-game suspension, to which Marone said, okay, we'll make it a game. Leonard was a problem here. <laughs> We're not, not the kind that ends up in the police blotter that yeah. we talk about every morning. A big problem of accountability and responsibility down at the stadium. Uh, that that I've heard from many people. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah. So no, I don't think no real interest uh, in, in Lenny. He'll like you said, he'll end up going to a team as a, you know, extra back would be my guess. I don't think anybody's going to sign Lenny no, Fournette as no, the no, man. no, no, no. Nor should they. But if certainly can find a role as a backup, and I would assume he would look for a good team. I bet you Leonard wouldn't be opposed to coming here. Look where they're at. They're on the verge oh, yeah. of you know becoming something special. We'll talk more about that when we come back on the other side with the guys, uh, the brain trust me, and the media yesterday at the combine. But these are some of the other storylines that were uh, mm-hmm. uh, percolating yesterday. There was one more, and again, this is the danger of letting some Joe Blow from some NFL market put a story. Never has a non-story gotten more Uh-oh, what do you got? More momentum than this T. Higgins to be traded by the Bengals nonsense. <laughs> and the Bengals told you just how nonsensical your little game of social media tag was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and and by the way, if with a lick of is sense, that guy is, shouldn't we know it? He hey. basically said, you know, you've heard it. Hat, the Jack, we used to trade for T. Higgins here, right? Because some moke put out that the Bengals would be interested in trading. So Higgins. Duke to- is Duke Tobin the guy? Is he related to the is the guy who ripped Kuiper? I, I don't remember on the draft. Wasn't that a Tobin? You talking about many many years ago? Yeah. Over the a quarterback pick he took. Uh, Who did the Colts take that one year as a quarterback? Um, and Jeff it, George? I don't think it was Jeff George. Uh, might have been Schleister. I don't. The guy. Who the hell is the Mel Kuyper anyway? The only other Tobin I know is. Well, I know Vince Tobin, the name. I'm talking about names and a Bill Tobin. I know those names, but I don't know what their relationship they are. What's this Tobin's name? This is Duke Tobin and of Cincinnati. Duke, yeah, I don't know what his uh, bloodlines are, but Colts GM Bill Tobin. Yeah, Bill Tobin. Well, this guy sounded like that yeah. to me when I heard it. Well, he's right. Go well, find it. I got to see if this well, is his quote. I though, bet it's his son. Uh, his quote was terrific yesterday when they asked him about it. And you can see him yeah. look like, what do you guys do in your basements or during the offseason? Of course, we're not trading T. Higgins. Here's my message to the league. Find your own. Like, literally, go find your own. You're not getting ours. I mean, we drafted, developed, scouted, and have a great passing attack. Sure, we're going to give up T. Higgins in his prime. That makes a lot of sense for us here in Cincy. Hold on. After his playing career, he joined the Bengals front office. His father, Bill Tobin, and Uncle Vince Tobin. Yeah. Bill and Vince. I got them both. So, so. Makes up for trivia. This is good. And and, and we'll get this. Uh, e, I need you to get this. So, 
Bill Tobin went on after the Colts made a pick and Kuiper ripped him. And this was when Kuiper was first starting out. And it really gave Kuiper some, uh, and Kuiper didn't back down. It was kind of Kuiper's coming out moment. And so he's like, well, uh, you know, who the hell is Mel Kuiper anyway? And now Duke Tobin yesterday, and I heard this voice, and I'm like, God, that sounds familiar. Mm. And it turns out I that's just read his it. son. I didn't, I didn't so see when we come back, just uh, find the who the hell is Mel Kuyper anyway. That's easy. And then Duke Tobin, Duke Tobin's comments about T. Higgins from yesterday. We'll play that side back by to- side. We'll also get yeah. into um, uh, uh, Team Balky Peterson at the combine yesterday, okay. and they give us at least a little bit more of a nuanced insight to what's Good. coming up here for the Jags in the next month uh, or two. Uh, we're inside of two months to draft day, by the way. There is a draft. Yeah, April yes. 27th. So. We got the 24th pick, man. Yeah. The, the March March is here, man. And by the way, I I like what well, we'll talk about when we yeah. come back, but but I like what I like the thought about the tight ends. I'm not against getting a good tight end. I really wish we could get another tight end. Well, I'm, I know 24 could be Ingram. a sweet spot there. I would not be yeah. shocked at all if that's not where they land. Yeah. It'll be because when you look at value of what's there at the time per position, I, I think the ROI, the potential ROI for the one of those tight end prospects may may fit there at 24. We'll see. There's still some things to be done before then. And we're back with more on a Beatrice uh, Plumbing Wednesday. The Beatrice name's meant quality plumbing in Jacksonville for more than 50 years. Like family, Beatrice Plumbing is here to help. Find out for yourself. Call 980-0793 or go to BeatrizePlumbing.com. Meanwhile, caller number four will take home today's prize pack at 641-1010. Yes, sir. You know what that music means. It's time for a drill speed trap alert here on what the Beatrice uh, Wednesday. This one is uh, called in by none other uh-huh. than the owner and proprietor uh-huh. of Catlin Truck Accessories, who brings you, quite literally today, this speed trap up. Wow. Who can yeah. you count on? Uh, Roosevelt Boulevard there at the Ortega Methodist Church. Uh, they got him out there with the laser. I'll get you. Oh, man. Keep those speeds down. Keep that um, cash in your pocket. That's another drill speed trap alert brought to you. By Catlin Truck Accessories. The uh, today, quite literally, the uh, March Madness is basically here. It's coming. I, good it's coming luck fast. filling out your bracket, dude. I, yeah. I know who I'm going to pick. To I'm going to go against the you know the odds here. I know who, I know who the best team is. I don't know if they'll. I win. know you're on Kansas. They are like the best that. team. Yeah. I mean, it's not. There's not close. If you ask me. Do you they know that play- Kansas last night? Uh, you, I got a Shazam for you. Yeah. Florida at 15 and 15. You say has a decent year. I mean, all things considered. Decent well, year? Yeah. It was average. First, right. First best. year coach. Yeah. But they have 15 wins, right? Yeah. I mean, they beat number two in the country. They're mm-hmm. not terrible. Mm-hmm. Kansas has 15. What is the, how do they, you know, they do what? Second quad. one. What is it? Quad. Quad one wins. 15 of them. Wow. 15 quad one wins. There's only like, hardly anyone has double digits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Houston, I just don't trust. I feel like Houston can get to the Final Four, and then just offensively, they won't have enough, and they'll go helter-skelter, and they'll lose. Here's what I got. Last four in right now, Mississippi State, Boise State, Wisconsin, and Arizona State. Arizona State yeah. on the basis of, of a, Desmond of a Cambridge throwing a 60-footer in. None of those teams are any good. They, right. they, they'll they lose. First, first four round. out, Carolina, Okie State, Clemson, and Michigan. Yeah, and if you're on the committee and you think those four should go in over Carolina, I can't help you. Yeah. I mean, I don't. you shouldn't have your job. Next and, four and out, Utah State, here's Charleston, the deal. Penn State, and Texas Tech. Yeah, and those, you're so far deep on a year like this, I don't even care. But, you know, <laughs> Lenardi knows his stuff. So, if he's yeah. putting North Carolina in that first four out, that's probably where they are. The dude gets like 65 of the 66 every year. Oh, yeah, he's good at it. But Carolina should not be outside of those other four teams. They just shouldn't. The problem with Carolina is they had 
and I, they do now, but they had no quad one yeah, wins. But they're 19 and 11 and 11 and 8. They'll get in. I would think. I don't, I don't know why. They, well, the bottom line is the ACC is viewed as awful. And I heard Lenardi say this. That, you know, like Clemson has a real good ACC record, but as an indictment on the league itself, he doesn't have them in. They got they beat Notre Dame, Virginia, and Florida State in a row, but they have Duke this weekend. Yeah, at Duke. Yeah. I mean, at uh, home. At, at home. Yeah. A win there in their lot. The Duke. I didn't know this was happening. You know, the Duke coach. Yeah, undefeated at home. They went undefeated at home. Which doesn't happen, ever. We didn't talk about this earlier in the week. I brought it up briefly at 6 o'clock, but it, it was noteworthy when the SEC announced their player and freshman of the week, and Brandon Miller wasn't either. Mm-hmm. The dude had 65 points and 14 rebounds in those two games. Oh. But did you see his— We don't need this press. Did you see the pregame intro Saturday at Bama? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can't that come, let, that you can't come out to the pat down, yeah. all right? Not, not cool. I've learned a lot about <clears throat> Nate Oates over this period of time. Okay. And Alabama head coach, basketball. Yeah, I'm not impressed. Okay. I'll, I kind of leave it at that. The comments that he continuously makes about things and it just, it's, you know. Nate Oates reminds me of Woody Harrelson. I feel like Woody Harrelson's talking. And to again, I don't want to go back into this whole thing because, yeah, but, I, don't but I will say this. I, I will remain adamant that I cannot believe he's playing. I really can't. Still, I, I, he should have been out all year or that no, he played? He should give him a game. When this incident occurred. Point. Yeah, give him a game. I agree with that. And 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 well, he didn't take the well. He did. He knew the gun was in the car. I, mixed reports. I'm he done. I'm done. I'm done investigating. I, I don't care. I yeah. know. I know. So I'm yeah. Whatever. But and he Again, was right there. What he did when there do, was a murder. Yeah, right there. But like by thirty feet away is what you mean by right there. Yeah. But again, I am because the first narrative of him getting the gun like out of a chest of drawers and taking it down and handing it yes. to him. I, you know, that did not occur. That didn't occur. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm done with it. But if you're the SEC, either suspend him or give the player and freshman of the week to the guy who was the player and freshman of the week. You look silly. <laughs> yeah. Right? Dude had 65 points in two games. Yeah. They gave the freshman of the week to a kid from Arkansas who he beat on Saturday with more points. Oh, dear. Come on, man. Well, they clearly penalized him for the pat down. Uh, for sure. Which, they, which by the way, I, I, Nate Oates characterized as it's, no, he, they're going through uh, – TSA and he's getting ready to fly. No one thinks that. He okay. did say they wouldn't okay, do. Nate. I did see the part where he said they wouldn't do that again. So I didn't. I Correct. missed the part where he said it was TSA involved. Yes. Come on, man! How dumb do they think it is? The idiocracy. If I'm a coach, I go with it. Half the people probably buy it. Yeah, we're so right. we're so stinking stupid as a country that it's liable to work. Oh, very good. Um, very good uh, on on Twitter uh, from Dom. Uh, he's got. <laughs> <laughs> LOL here. You have to take the three foot walk. He's got us on trivia. Got a lot. Of th- I see uh, this that. Morning. The Jeopardy thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's very good. They texted it in. Yeah. Well yeah, done. When John came back with like a Jeopardy final question, Arsenal, the questions today, just to put us in our place. And he did. And so now we'll just be quiet and take the easy ones as they come. <laughs> yeah. I don't need that. I don't. I finally know what it feels like to be like a professional athlete, and then all the fans Boy, the boys, tell you boys how terrible get, you are. Boys, get out of the trivia. Well, Gators, I, I, I Gators mean, had a better showing in the Vegas Bowl than the drill team I guess, did. In, oh I my guess, god! Here's the, the, uh, the only thing we get after you yeah, but the only thing we have going for us over all those, uh-huh. and this was kind of my same idea. Like you know, Trevor has a bad game, and all the fans kill him. And Trevor's a thousand times better at football than any of them will ever be. Mm-hmm. Every single person who just sent in there is dumber than us. Yeah. Every single one of them. They would if we had a if we put up a thousand dollars a piece and had a trivia contest against all of these pot shotters, mm-hmm. we'd beat them all. So uh, one other thing, I'm going to. I don't clear. have to tell you. you They're a bunch the, of dummies. You have the text line. I have Twitter. Uh, I'm not going <clears> to <throat> jump into this one. But oh boy, the decimation of 2018 was Tom Coughlin. 
Yeah, that's he just was so silly. hell bent yeah. on building the You're team an idiot. in his image. Whoever he is, is a an no idiot. nonsense, disciplined type of team. As a result, he disassembled a talented team and extended a questionable player. Extending a questionable player is the only comment that makes any sense yeah. in that entire. The rest of them was wrong. Tweet. And yeah. again, but that's fine. You, you uh, right. believe what you believe. Yeah, Revisionist history. Sure, it's not what happened no, whatsoever. No. But you, you got it figured. It's completely out. Un- uninformed, yeah. and you don't like Tom yeah. Coughlin because you grew up in a household where you made the rules, yeah. and you ran crazy all the time. Yeah. You're probably smoking a vape right now while you're saying that. <laughs> Shut the f up. Oh, oh my dumb. Hey. Wow. I'll answer. <laughs> there you go, Dom. Whoa. Hey, Dom, grab your freaking skateboard. No, it's not Dom. Dom was a trivia guy. Calm down. Whoever. <laughs> Give me a break, man. 817. <laughs> Gonna weigh Whoa. in. Gonna weigh in. It was all Tom Coughlin's fault. You're a moron. We did. Again. <laughs> Got you. E, do you have the token somebody's? <laughs> grab your grab your vape and move along. Oh gosh. Well done. Uh, do you have the Tobin sound bites? All right, so uh, here let's go with uh, let's go with Duke Tobin from since the Bengals guy talking about T Higgins yesterday, and he was angry. Let's hear from him. Business of making the Cincinnati Bengals better, and so trading T Higgins is not on my mind. That's their problem. They want a receiver. Go find your own. You know, in, in my my opinion. You know, T. Higgins is a good piece for the Cincinnati Bengals, so the trade stuff is a little ridiculous that, right now. Your dude, I, your dude probably had that on Twitter. That's probably one of his busted stories. <laughs> the Coughlin fault guy. He probably said, Bengals are trading T. Higgins. Go Jags. <laughs> All right, now let's hear from his dad years ago with Mel Kuyper, about Mel Kuyper. Mortensen is with Bill Tobin. Uh, I knew you'd have one surprise for us today. <laughs> Not a surprise to us. No, that's great. I mean, no, that's what I mean. I'm not, I'm not, hey. One question, Bill. A lot of criticism about not taking a quarterback here. Your response? Well, you know, we got a guy up there. Who in the hell is Mel Kuyper, in a way? <laughs> I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. In my knowledge of him, he's never, ever put on a jock strap. He's never been a coach. He's never been a scout. He's never been an administrator. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our papers two days ago telling us who we have to take. We don't have to take anybody that Mel Kuyper says we have to take. Mel Kuyper has no more credentials to do what he's doing than my neighbor, and my neighbor's a postman, and he doesn't even have season tickets to the NFL. Uh, There we go. It's an apple tree. (laughs) Now, who did they – was it Trev Alberts? Is that who they took that – remember they took him in the top ten? I I don't remember the – You don't remember that? I know. I remember being a story, but I don't remember the, the parts involved. I, th- I remember Kuiper going all the way back to the Elway draft. I think that was his first one. This wouldn't be the Elway deal, though. So, so Mel was... What year? Give me the year and I'll tell you. You don't have a year on it? I think... Do you have a year on the YouTube the, yeah, there? This right here is from is, uh, 94. 94. It's a 94 story. Okay, so I think that's Tobin... About, I think they took Falk. That sounds about right. And passed on Dilfer. Maybe that was it. Well, the, then Mel Kuiper... Then Tobin was right. Um... If Depending you on who the, and you passed on who was the quarterback though? Dilfer. That's who. That's they, who Mel was saying they needed to take. I do, Dilfer Dil, went number no, one. He went one. Yeah. So it can't be that. Hold on. Hold on. Let me look. I gotta look at the night. We gotta get this right. This is. I'm, <laughs> well, doing, I'm too deep now. He. A neighbor. <laughs> postman. He's a postman. He. <laughs> no credentials. All right. Let's see. 1994 draft. No, Dan Wilkinson went one. Marshall Falk went two to the Colts. Heath Schuler went three. You don't want him. Uh, 
Now, here's what happened. It was Tre- it was Trev Alberts five to the Colts. Colts had two and five. They took Trev Alberts five. Tampa took Dill for six. So he clearly wanted him to take Dill. Well, he's wrong. Well, that, well Trev, Trev Alberts was a bust too. Yeah. I think didn't he have a year or two? He was no, decent. he got hurt right away. Trev Alberts was yeah. no good. Is Trev Alberts not the AD at Nebraska right he now? Is. He fired his buddy Scott Frost. Yeah, it's fired cold. Him. It's cold world. Flat out fired. It be like that sometimes. Then Bryant Young went seven. He's a Pro Football Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah, it's a bad pick. He would have been the one maybe you should have But taken. to the point, he... he but, no, I still say Mel's more wrong in this particular argument. He's arguing for Dilfer. That would have been a dumb pick. Yes. Yeah, he was never Trent a good Dilfer starter. was not a good quarterback. Yeah, never, yeah. never was. But Trev know. Alberts was no good either. But yeah. if you take Dilfer, then you got the wrong quarterback, and then you're stuck. Right, so, even worse. Yeah. It didn't take long, and they stayed just bad enough that some guy named Peyton came along four years later, well, and they were fine. Maybe that's right. the, yeah, maybe that's the, so 1994, the Colts quarterback was Mike Pagel, Jimmy Harbaugh, the oh. magic man and Browning Nagel. Yeah. Now, Jimmy Harbaugh was, better, Harbaugh was better than Dilfer. Harbaugh took him to an AFC title. Game. I remember that. Harbaugh in 95, Harbaugh in 96, Harbaugh in 97, then Peyton came along. Yeah, I see they did okay. Your favorite quarterback had started for the uh, Colts in three different years, Paul Justin. Why I would never get that in the years. Paul Justin started four games for the Colts Just in, in case, they called him. They Paul had him on the Justin. roster. Just in case. My God. <laughs> Paul Justin. I think the overall vibe I got from both Doug Peterson and Trent Balky yesterday mm-hmm. when they met the media, there's yeah. this heavy keep the band together vibe going on. Right. There's sure. also a doubling down on this team now gets better through the draft, not necessarily free agency. They did restructure yesterday. I also get the vibe it's not just lip service. Everything they say publicly, and I'm assuming privately, they do want Jawan Taylor and Evan Ingram both. Yes, I would agree with that. Um, I am moving more and more to not wanting Jawan Taylor. Not because I don't want Jawan Taylor, but I want that money for somewhere else. I am not about having three starter-level tackles when only two can play. I just, I just I have a hard time with that. Uh, Jonathan Gannon was talking about what went wrong in the second half in the Super Bowl yesterday, and C.J. Gardner-Johnson went to Twitter and said, you ain't put us in position to make plays. Oh, yeah. Sure, C.J. I mean, come on. That's the new head coach of the uh, Cardinals, by the way. Yeah, he left, so. Uh, I saw that Gardner-Johnson, I believe, restructured and stayed with the Eagles, didn't he? Well, we got some, we might have some breaking news here. What do you got? What's wrong? I don't like the way you're scrunching up your face over there. Uh, Face scruncher. I'm trying to make sure this is um, this is Atlanta Journal-Constitution. UGA star Jalen Carter present at scene of fatal crash. Man, they can have the, the – when it comes to, like – At first, Jalen Carter told the police he was nearly a mile away when a University of Georgia teammate and a football staff member died in a car crash. Oh, that's the one that happened already. Yes, later Carter said he had been following the car when it wrecked close enough to see its taillights, and at one point he acknowledged he was alongside the other car – Speedometer. Were they racing? That's what it sounds Stuck like. Stuck on impact at 83, double the speed limit. Carter, defensive star for Georgia, projected as a top pick, left the crash scene apparently before the police or emergency medical workers arrived. Ooh. When he returned, this is uh, Atlanta Journal Constitution by Alan Judd and Dylan Jackson. This does not sound to me like, and I don't know, I'm not a legal professional by any stretch. It doesn't sound like the kind of thing that like leads to. That gets in jail, he get charged with. No. But it sounds like something that'll plummet. You when know, he the returned draft an hour and a half later, he gave shifting accounts of the wreck as an Athens police officer questioned him about whether he had been racing the car. Carter denied he was racing before the January fifteenth crash, which killed recruiting analyst Chandler Lacroix, offensive lineman Devin Willock. 
Uh, Tony Bowles, Warren McClendon were injured. Carter's presence at the moment of the crash, previously unreported, alters the narrative that Athens police officials offered publicly from the beginning. Officials said it was a single car accident caused by LaCroix driving too fast. Was the girl driving the girl? Yes. Yeah. Uh, whether Carter faces legal jeopardy is not clear. His agent said late Tuesday that authorities have not contacted Carter about potential charges. I'm not in a position to comment until we hear from someone in official capacity. Um, I don't know how you could be charged. I mean, you might maybe giving false information maybe, but I, I, you know, certainly this isn't like a, a go to jail thing, but it's, it's, it's another layer to to what they just had another, what was the other, you know, vehicle related Mm -hmm. one of their linebackers last week. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, he, uh, he has a 2021 black Jeep Cherokee track Hawk 707 horsepower engine. The vehicle has a top speed of 180. Accelerates to zero to sixty in three seconds. Used models Ooh, retail pop. around a hundred thousand dollars. That's called uh, NIL. Game. Carter drove NIL. the same model the night of the fatal crash as well as well as on a Thursday evening last fall when Athens police ticketed him for driving eighty nine in a forty five. A judge fined him a thousand thirteen dollars for September twenty second speeding ticket. Mm. Oh boy. Ah uh, well, um, uh, Jalen Carter wasn't going to work out at the combine. Now he might just take a pass on the entirety of it. Mm. But that's in the Atlanta Journal Constitution today. Let's take a break. I got a couple of basketball things I want to All just right. mention again. Yeah, go ahead. When you get to the trade di- deadline in the NBA, it, it, there's a buyer be- beware from this standpoint. Whenever we put a black cloud stain on a dude, mm-hmm. it seems like nine times out of ten, it plays out exactly like you would have predicted. Okay, the Los Angeles Clippers were. Blazing along, playing as good as anybody in the West, threatening to get up to the top seed. <laughs> they went and got Russell Westbrook. They've lost three in a row. The Dallas Mavericks with uh-huh. Luka are uh-huh. set and established with, uh-huh. a, with uh-huh. a group uh-huh. that went to the Western Conference Finals last year and you feel like could be a contender. Uh-huh. They went and got Kyrie Irving. Okay. In five games with Kyrie Irving and Luka on the floor together, they're now one and four. Oh, boy. It's a Beatrice Plumbing <laughs> Wednesday here on the drill. We'll be back with more next on 1010XL 92.5 FM. All right, welcome back. Uh, We're going to shift gears here for a second. Look, it's players week next week, but it really kicks off this weekend. And one of the things that we've always harped on, and one of the things that we love about the PGA Tour, is that there's so much volunteering and giving back, and it allows, you know, we've gotten so involved in the discussion about Live and PGA Tour and the millions of dollars that are out there. But all that aside, the pureness of the volunteers remains and has remained. And Bill Hickey, a friend of the program, although noted Philly sports fan, so we'll let that, we'll get on him on that in a minute, uh, does do one good thing in his life. Is that correct, Bill? I do do one good thing. One good thing, and that's this weekend. It's the Military Job Fair, and it kicks off Players Week, and it has really grown, and I just come to find out you've been a part of it for the entire run. So tell us how it came about, and we'll we'll get to the particulars. It's coming up Saturday. Uh, It's 11-2 to at the Patriots Outpost out of TPC Sawgrass. But tell us how it came about, Bill, and welcome to the program. Well, first I want to thank ET. He gave me the John Henderson slap to get you get okay, my get okay. my uh, thank energy you, up to your level. Yeah, yeah, and, appreciate uh, it. Appreciate that. <laughs> uh, well, um, we started the Jacksonville Military Veterans Coalition as a public-private partnership with the City of Jacks and a bunch of companies. It's now over 500 here in Jacksonville who have committed to helping veterans get jobs. Mm-hmm. One of the first things that we thought of we could do to uh, really show how to get veteran veterans how to get civilian jobs mm-hmm. was hold a job fair. 
Okay. So this year we're holding the 12th one, mm-hmm. which is amazing. The, the PGA Tour and the folks at the players, it started with Matt Rapp and Kathy Hurlburt. Right. Now it's Jared, uh, Marsha Oliver, and Margie Dennis just doing okay. amazing work for us. Uh, they provide the venue f- completely free of charge. There's okay. no charge to any of the companies who come to hire, hire okay. folks, and there's no charge to any veterans. And you're filled up as far as the companies that come, right? We, ter- we have to turn people away every wow. year. So you have how many different companies? Right. This year we're at about 30. Okay. And, it's, and it ranges from big companies like CSX yeah. and Walmart and right. Amazon. Right. And then a bunch of law enforcement, JSO, mm-hmm. St. John's County Sheriff. Uh, JFRD, okay, and then uh, you know a bunch of local companies, Synergy okay. Technologies, Miller Electric. There's mm-hmm. a bunch of a bunch of big big companies there that are all looking to hire veterans. Okay, so how many different veterans will? Is there a number that we can put on? Will come through this year? Like it's 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 in normally in the four to five hundred range. Oh wow! And the uh, weather had been looking dicey, but it's looking better each day. It okay, seventy eight percent chance of rain on we Saturday. Cannot have bad now weather. Now it's down next to thirty <laughs> percent. Yes. We so, gotta have good weather next week, man. Yeah, that's, that's, that's if we're all... have bad weather, let's have it like today and tomorrow, really? and, yeah, uh, yeah. and clear it out for Saturday and going forward. So, so you've been doing this for for twelve years. Let's let's get some of the particulars. So, if, like, are people already registered? How do you get involved if you're military and you want to come check it out? Just show up. Okay, Just show up. Uh, we recommend you wear business casual attire because a lot okay. of companies will do interviews on the spot. Okay, and they will make contingent offers. Obviously, they wow. want, they want to. Uh, Make sure you can complete a drug and background check for a lot mm-hmm. of these positions, but they will make contingent offers to people. Uh, essentially, a job if you can just uh, pass the pass the background check. So there's a lot of a lot of good things. About four or five hundred veterans come through, and it's open to veterans, anyone who ever served, and any family member of a veteran. Let me oh, ask wow. you a question. Maybe you can't answer, but if it weren't for the PGA Tour and the and the players, you could still try and organize and have an event like this and get impact. But I'm guessing just a fraction of what you could and are able to do because of this relationship right the the amount of publicity we get and the amount of cachet that we instantly have this was the first veterans job fair run at a pga tour event okay then they added it on to other events subsequent to ours but we were the first and uh i don't know i mean there are other veterans job fairs in in the region and in town but Mm -hmm. unfortunately they usually charge the companies to participate we try to make this as strictly volunteer from everybody participating so there's no cash Exchanging hands, other than me paying Dan to get on the show today. Correct. But- uh, <laughs> keep that down. <laughs> uh, listen, so it's Saturday. Yep. It's 11 to 2. And they, they can't make it any easier. There's free parking in Lot 6 located inside the gates of TPC Sawgrass. You can follow the signage. You can go there. Business casual attire and bring some resumes. Yes. And you can... Basically, you can find a job opportunity is what it sounds like to me. Yes, yes. I mean, by the time you go through 30 companies, somebody's going to – you're going to find something that you're interested in and they're interested in you, I would suspect. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have companies looking for, you know, former military executives and Mm -hmm. we're going to have – Companies looking for diesel mechanics. So it's open to everyone. Yeah, it's every, as long as your military kind of skill set yeah. you can imagine right. is going to be available there. Well, that's great, man. Congrats on all that. That's a, a wonderful thing. I did not know you were a part of it, and it's nice to know. Uh, again, Saturday, March fourth, eleven to two at the Patriots Outpost at TPC Sawgrass. It's real easy to get to. You can park for free. Just go business casual. Bring your resumes. Go get yourself a job if you're looking for a career opportunity. There'll certainly be some. Uh, there. Okay, with that said, Bill, and uh, our friend Bill Hickey's here, so we wanted to get that information out to you people so you can be a part of it. And, and that's really kind of kicks off Players Week for us. But uh, we'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about, about your, uh, your Philadelphia sports fandom. Has this been a great— Wait, 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 back up. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. 
I saw Villanova. I'm cool with. They're yeah. a nice little story. Yeah. The rest is bad. Oh, like bad isn't being. Well, I'm, I'm curious about. Not, not I'm, an Eagles fan. I'm a Jags fan. Oh, okay. So okay. Because I'm I curi- am a Sixers fan. I'm a Phil- diehard Phillies fan. I yeah. actually got lost. Oh, he's hardcore Philly fan. We go back and forth when the when the Mets were beating the Phillies ass last year. Mm. Me and Bill had some good times. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, out of the blue, game one against the Cardinals lit a fire under their butts, and they just went crazy in the postseason, which is what we all hope to do. And you did it the year before, and I'm still waiting for my Mets to do it. Well, but. the good news is the Mets have excellent golf games because they get more practice than Ooh, the Braves and the Phillies. Yeah. Dirty. But, they, yeah. Uh, yeah. but uh, I actually got lost down in South Florida last week and wound up, I saw orange and blue. And I, thought, I saw that. I saw, this will be amazing. I'll go see a baseball game. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was the New York Metropolitans yes. playing. Against the Nationals, so what were what, what were you driving by? Are you no, in that no, area? My, my brother-in-law was in Port St. Lucie. He said, okay. "Come down, I got tickets to the game." Oh, okay. I was like, "Okay, that's cool." That's baseball, and, uh, yeah. It's baseball, and it's two of the inferior teams in National League. <laughs> so we'll, we'll just t- keep an eye and see how they're doing. They they have a young. The Mets have a young kid though, a left-handed kid, yeah. tall and thin. He smoked a ball to right center. I mean, he oh, hit, Ronnie Mauricio. Yeah, he hit a ball about 420 feet and never went about 50, you know, above it, 50 feet. Next level, down. I would almost prefer the Mets taking Mauricio, who's going to be a star, by the way, and and the catcher, and using them as our DHs instead of Vogelbach and Darren Ruff. I mean, those are going to be – I don't like having Vogelbach and Darren Ruff. I would rather go with the young kids and see – See what they can do, but that's neither here nor there. What is the outlook for the Phillies? You won't have Bryce Harper till halfway through the season. Well, they're talking now that he's ahead of schedule. They're hoping mm-hmm. for a late June return mm-hmm. right now. Uh, they've got a good pitching core. They've got uh, Suarez, Nola, and Wheeler, former Met, at the and top Taiwan of Walker and Taiwan Walker now at the back mm-hmm. end of the rotation. Yeah, you guys uh, should have a bet on who will finish second. Okay. <laughs> I pick the Braves. <laughs> I think the Braves will I'll finish second. I'll take the second. Braves. Oh, no. Marty's. <laughs> Maybe third. Nice line. Thank you. you dirty <laughs> so-and-so. No, uh, uh, the good thing is we don't play 19 this year yeah, against. 12. I, what did we go against the Phillies last year? Were we like 15-4? and four? It was some incredible. Was, yeah, and the Phillies and, went 16-3 and three against the Nationals. So. Yeah, and I may have. Uh, there was a game. Early in the season where the Phillies had like an 8-1 lead going to the ninth. I'm still having flashbacks. And, I mean, the fact that they were able to come back from that. Listen, they fired their skipper, and you got to say what you got to say. Girardi was not a good fit for Philly for whatever reason. And the the cat who came in, was it Thompson? What's his name? Thompson. Yeah, the hell with him, too. But he got him playing good baseball, and, you know, they worked their way into the playoffs. And then, like I said, they were going to lose to St. Louis game one. They were done. And then they exploded in the ninth and stole that game, and, and they the rest was history except yep. until the World Series where you faced a juggernaut and, a, yeah. frankly, a dynasty, and they were able to take care of you guys. So. Yeah, yeah. They, that was, it was a good year. Did, but you, you, did you go to a World Series game or a playoff game or anything? Last year, no, I did No? Not. Okay. Hey, you know, I've been before. Well, then shame on you. That's <laughs> uh, yeah, right around the you're corner. You're not a true fan, Hickey. <laughs> He's the he's 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 Hickey, not Hicken. There's no yes. relation, thank uh, God. As I always say to Dan, yeah. he's the second most famous Hick in Jacksonville. Yes, you know. Yes. Well, anyway, okay. So the job fair, just let folks know it's out there. You guys can be a part of it. It's a military job fair. It's this weekend, All uh, uh, and it's free, and it's eleven to two. So yeah. get out there. It, it's not in conflict with the River Run. We used to have some problems oh, because yeah. the River Run is yeah. that morning, and people weren't finished in time to get out to the mm-hmm. job fair. We started at ten. Okay, so we backed it up an hour. Oh, good. Show. Well, congrats. Congratulations on that, and thank you for doing that. That's a that's a great thing. So it's great to see you, Bill, and appreciate you coming by. Thanks, and thanks so for much. breakfast, Bill. Thank you so bringing much. us breakfast. Yeah. For, uh, that's what I needed. All those carbs. All right, we'll uh, yeah, we'll take a break. We'll keep it rolling right here. That's Bill Hickey, and don't forget uh, if you can, uh, if you need to, and you're part of the military or military family, 
you got a great opportunity coming up this weekend at TPC. See you, Bill. Thank you. You remember the other day I told you about the kid out of Texas from Paxson High School, LeBaron Johnson, threw a couple innings for the Longhorns pitcher. Okay. We were talking about him. Well, last night he stepped it up even more. Now, LeBaron was at one time committed to Florida. I don't know what happened. I don't know if Florida got off him or it's college baseball. It's hard to figure out. And LeBaron's a big kid, pitched for, uh, they call him LBJ out there. Um, last night he went against, uh, oh, number one LSU. And uh, let's see, he uh, looks like he had nine strikeouts in five innings and was terrific. So, anyway, uh, definitely a kid to keep an eye out. He's from Jacksonville, but he ended up at Texas, and he's like 98 with a 92 split finger, and he is looks very, very good uh, early on this year. So, congrats to him. Um it was Texas and LSU last night. I want to see who won. I don't know who won the game. But I know LeBaron pitched great. So, um, let's see. Here's the box score for Feb 28. And it's 3 uh, nothing LSU. And LeBaron went five innings, gave up three hits, no runs. Walked two, struck out nine. Uh, his ERA this year is 0.00. Um, LSU got to... Uh, one of the relief pitchers, and they put up a three spot in the top of the ninth. So they got three runs on four hits, and Texas got no runs on four hits, and LSU beat Texas last night three to nothing. But LeBaron Johnson, keep an eye out on that name. He's a Jacksonville kid pitching for the Longhorns. Welcome back to the program. This is The Drill, and uh, we're hanging out here on a uh, Thursday, Wednesday, hump day. Hump day win. That's Friday for you, Chief. All the same. That's the truth, man. Son of a B. Yeah. Um. So LeBron doesn't play last night. The Lakers are still kind of, kind of, you know, uh, lingering where they are. And I couldn't help watching last night as, as they lost to the Grizzlies of thinking that I'm watching the next Lakers superstar. Ja. Ja's going to be in, in L.A., isn't he? Of the, does Ja not seem like a total misfit in Memphis, at least? Yeah. It just doesn't seem like a Memphis guy, man. I feel like he's trying to embrace it, but yeah, I think he's, yeah, he's definitely. He had 28 points in the third quarter last night. He's a monster. 20, he had six points at the half, and they're all screaming about him, and then he went and had 28 in the third. He had a play, this kid can jump. Oh, yeah, his legs are different. He should do the slam dunk. Yeah, he, he, he said it like. It'll take, you know, people ask, well, what is it going to take for you to get a million dollars? Oh, is that what? Okay. But anyway, at the end of the third quarter, he went sky high. Yeah, But some dude jumped. No, this was like him driving, and he stopped about three feet from the hoop and went straight up. But the dude went straight up with him as well. But he went a little bit higher and flipped it in. But when he fell, man, he fell like on his arm. And I thought, oh, and he was, I almost thought he might have broke his wrist, but he was okay, and he, End up playing the fourth. Memphis rolled past the Lakers, and the Lakers are going to. Here's the thing: they're going to they're going to look at his foot in two weeks, LeBron. But they're going to find that he's done. He's done for the year. And there's no. If you're fighting for the play-in game, what's the point of bringing him back? But did you see what LeBron said? Uh, Mahomes was at the game. Where what, what? Who were they playing when he hurt his ankle? Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. So Mahomes was at the game. 
I kind of pointed it out. Why is that not brought up? That one is a tough, well, meat-eating athlete, he and the other's got a sore foot. Well, he looked at him after he went back in and said, you're not the only one who plays on a bleeped-up yeah, ankle. Oh, really, dude? <laughs> uh, now, now, I don't like, now I don't like your guy, E. Uh, uh-huh. What's wrong with that? He played. He ain't lying. He, he played. played. Yeah. He went back in. Yeah. Didn't you say he went sure. back in and yeah. played? He's all, yeah, he's he was bubbled up. Bubbled up. Bubbled up last night, though, boy. Had him on a Flintstones Band-Aid and everything, I'm sure. My man Patrick Mahomes smashed his foot in half, finished that game, and then played the rest. Yeah. LeBron will know more in two weeks. He's got a sore foot. Different scenario. I wonder if Patrick's was sore. What's different? It's not. Same percentage of the season is left to win a title. No, but Patrick... That was in the playoffs. I guarantee. I could. Don't you think the Lakers are in the playoffs right now? No. no. Oh, well, they won't be. Not with a sore foot. You're right about that. And yeah. so, yeah, if it was definitely if it was playoffs, and those games, those were like those games were necessary. They needed those games. So. They did. They. I got news for you and for LeBron. <laughs> these are necessary, and they need them because of the tremendous underachieving they've gone through all year. Agreed. How does he not make the guys around him better, by the way? How come guys leave and they're actually – Jordan Clarkson would be look good on this team, except when he was on this team, he didn't. Did you see <clears throat> my man's outfit last night? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, tinfoil man. Yeah. Kyle Kuzma. Uh, uh, fellas, ladies, it's worth a Google. Kyle Kuzma. What was that, E? And oh, how no. much did that cost? Too much. What happened to wearing suits to to the games? You know, I don't know why we got to bring the Hawks into all this. I'm sitting here minding my own business. <laughs> what Hawks? Kuzma plays for the for the Wizards. Oh, oh, so yeah. they lost to last night. You didn't see what he wore coming well, in. No, I saw what the Wizards wore. We lost to a team that said, "Yeah, pink uniforms sound good." That's who we lost to last night. A bunch of guys in pink uniforms. Oh, but Kuzma wore this like <sighs> I don't know what this thing was. I hate the Atlanta Hawks so bad, Hick. Of all the teams I've ever been frustrated with in my life, uh-huh. my teams, uh-huh. I am more frustrated with this team than any in history. Oh, my goodness. you got to understand what that means coming from my perspective. I've had plenty of reasons to be agitated. This one is just, I think a close second would be that 2000 and what was it, one Gator football team. Oh, Oof. yeah. That's one that should have won. Could have yeah. won it all. I don't know if should have, but. Good. Doesn't even look good, man. No. What did he wear? A spacesuit? One of these yes. aluminum foil looking deals? They, yeah. They're trying to they're trying so hard to be different. He's also he's crazy. the one who wore that long yeah. down to his like ankles, like a like Sesame a Sesame Street type outfit. Yeah. 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 It's it's a shame. It's a shame that uh Chuck wasn't working last night. Chuck would have got him. Chuck would have got him. Chuck went and got one after the boys the other day about load management. He did. He went hard on the That's boys. Right. Yeah. Wait a minute. You're going to make $70 million. You can't play basketball three or four days a week? Right, 100%. They fly private. They got the best medical stuff ever created. People work in the steel mill every day. I'm pretty sure they're tired too, uh, but they go. Maybe this is dangerous to say without knowing the extent of the injury. I would bet a lot of money. Michael Jordan's playing right now with that foot. Charles Barkley's playing with that foot. Oh, These guys making $50 million a year, and they won't go earn it. It's just ugh. it's annoying. I mean, how would anybody and 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 they they He's got a sore foot? They get mad. People on Twitter get mad at Chuck for saying that. Is there anything more correct than that? Yeah. E, 
It's because they like they like the Kevin Durant's. They like the, oh. those guys. You know, what they want to stick up. They don't for like those. the old. See, listen, school today's generation. No, well, it's not so much like the old school guys. Today's generation loves to get as much as they can for doing as little as possible. So if you're gonna pay, if there's a standard where you'll pay me fifty million to pay, you know, sixty percent of the games. Yeah, I'm down with that guy. I don't want the guy over here that only made twenty million and played all eighty two. He's a sucker. They would vote for the four day work week. <laughs> <laughs> And a four-day weekend if they could get it pulled off. Okay. We'll take that as uh, well. So, uh, the Braves are in search of a f- number five uh, starter. And, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I mean, if this were like Squid Games, mm-hmm. the first three options would all be dead. Oh, and no. we'd move on to the fourth. What, what's happening? And Ian Anderson is the one that you keep holding this hope out on. And he took the bump yesterday for the uh, Braves against the Twins. This yeah. After the Braves got off to a rollicking start, they scored uh, – I'm sorry, actually – they scored zero in the first three in the second, but that was only to cut into the deficit because my man Ian Anderson went one and a third, gave up uh, four earned runs and two home runs. So Ooh. the spring ERA is going to start at 27.00. I saw a guy in the Mets who had an ERA of like 140. Yeah, 108. It's always fun early in the year when a guy gives up four in his first game and he's got 180 ERA. It's not that fun, but it does happen. Well, it's fun when it's not your guy. Yeah. For sure. All right, let's take a break. It is a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday. We turn to the 9 o'clock hour. Some say it's already gotten nasty around here. I I don't know anything about that. Uh, Beatrice Plumbing's here to help. It's a name that's meant quality plumbing in Jacksonville for more than 50 years. So whether you have an emergency, whether it's commercial contracting work, plumbing services, get all the answers uh, that you need at BeatrosePlumbing.com or call 980-0793. All right, welcome back. There are great sports sound bites, okay, in in the history of sport. But I'd say this has to be a top fiver. Oh, wow. And it happened 23 years ago tonight. Okay. 23 years ago tonight, I'll just mention one word and you'll get it. Okay, that's how great and how well known of this, if you put into context, I'm going to mention... The city where it occurred. And it's a soundbite that emerged from this city in the year 2000. Yes. All right. 23 years ago tonight. Okay. Shut the F up. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Why? Jeez. Guess it wasn't that one. It was not that one. But that may go down, Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Boston. This is a great soundbite in the history of sports. He knows it. You know it. I know it. All the sports fans know it. Boston. Boston, March 1st, 2000. March 1st, 2000. Mm. One of the great soundbites in history. He knows history. it. I'm going to need another clue. I have no, I have no, it doesn't do yeah. it for me at all. It Disappoints me. Yeah, me too. Disappoints me. All right, I'll give you another clue. One of the great, um, I don't, first of all, I, it's, I, I'm going to have a hard time with this one right now because when you say great sound bites in sports history, yeah. my brain's just a, it's just a bubbling tar pit. There's nothing that's okay. like jumping out at right. me. I can't think of the great practice. We're talking about practice. That's the great sound bite. That it I might be better than that one. Okay. okay. It, well, it better be. be. You said it was the greatest. I didn't say it was the greatest, oh, okay. but I said it's definitely a top tenner. Would, you, would you say practice is a top tenner? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Playoffs? Yeah, that's yeah, another one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's along those lines. Okay, I'm getting hot. I'm getting hotter. Can't wait. Um, Coach is your next clue. It's not the John Chaney telling he's going to kill. I'm going to kill you. No. That's another good. Remember that, was that one? not bad. That was Kay, uh, Chaney hey. and Calipari. Yeah, I'm going to kill you, he told him after. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's a coach. Okay, it, it was uh, so it's two thousand. Aaron Bleep and Boone. No, that's more of a Yankee thing, isn't it? Well, you're not March first, two thousand. So I get it. Just, damn, there's a million things right now. It could be NBA coach. It could be college basketball coach. It could be a major league baseball manager going off. So I missed on this one. Yeah, I'm, hold coach. on, a Boston coach. So let's go right now. The coach of the what? Celtics, I guess. Yeah, um, it's Patino. Um, I don't know a famous quote that Rick Patino gets. Yes, you in do. Boston. Yeah, no, I, I, I so, oh, really... you don't get to play like Florida or Tennessee or whatever. Didn't he have something like that? Guys, Larry Bird ain't walking, walking through, through that, that door. door. Robert yeah. Parrish ain't <laughs> walking through that door. Yeah. Kevin McHale ain't walking through yeah. that door. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, we suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's happy not walking through that door day. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, just, is that not one of the great quotes? Well, it is when you, you remi- know it, right? Yeah. When you okay. re- when you remind me, but like oh, I yeah. said, I can't come up with it cold like those all other right. two, which right. jumped at me a little. Right. My favorite sports quote of all time is a little known one. It was more popular back in the day, but uh, ET. I don't know if you know this. John McKay was the first coach at the Tampa Bay Bucks, and <laughs> his team had lost all their games this first year. They had lost their first seven or eight the second year, and in the post game, one of the reporters asked him. Coach, can you talk about the execution of your football team today? And his answer was, I'm all for it. The execution of the football team. <laughs> I'll say uh, my favorite quote of all time right now is uh, Dewey Wingard. It was always the Jags. That's a good one. It's <laughs> a good local one for sure. Yeah. Well, here's the beginning of the end for an athlete. I love these guys. These guys, Kyrie is the best in the world at this. Speaking nonsense and thinking that it's an epiphany. Kyrie now says this after losing for the fourth time in five games with Luka in Dallas. I need to scale back pressure I'm putting on myself. Oh, is there a dial? Do we all have that, guys? Do we all have a pressure dial? We just we get to just set the pressure on ourselves wherever we please? I think you've already failed at that, Kyrie. If you're feeling pressure, there's your answer right there. You went off to Dallas, and it's too big for you. Be the savior and a pair with Luka, just as it was in Boston, just as it was in Brooklyn. You're Robin, dude. Kyrie is a Robin who had a Batman moment with the Cavs. And everybody keeps thinking they're getting Batman. And Robin's coming in in his little green tights. Kyrie put up the game-winning effort last night. Luka had 41. Kyrie let the three-pointer rip with no time on the clock. Uh, it clanged off. They lost. Oh. Oh. And uh, don't get me started on Russell Westbrook in the NBA. The Clippers thought that'd be a good idea. They're 0-3 since, they, since he joined. <laughs> I mean, they were red hot. They are about the hottest, as hot as anybody uh, in the league. I mean, here are the uh, the Clippers are now all the way down to number six mm-hmm. um, with uh, three straight losses. They were 33 and 28, and they got him. Now they're 33 and 31 and on the verge of the play in. Oh, my gosh. Well, you got you to gotta, you gotta give it time to gel. I mean, that's, I guess. Yeah. I guess, but, you know, he's played with Paul George. I, I don't know, but. Yeah. You know, you know, you by jail you mean your teammates have to realize what a ball hogging me first single man entity we just added. So yeah. you're right. The Dallas Mavericks have to realize, oh, this is why Kyrie doesn't win. Oh, this is why they were sick of Russ. So you're right. There's an adjustment going on. Uh Aaron A. Aaron Rodgers um has finally spoken. Um Best, uh, I'm a man, I'm forty. There's a good one. That was a good one. Uh I saw I was I was talking to my class the other day about like uh, interviewing and good interviews and bad interviews. And I had, and I don't know if you guys have ever seen this one. This was was unbelievable to me, the nerve of this guy, but here's Mike Tyson. He's in um, Toronto 
okay? And Mike Tyson's in Toronto. He's on like a morning talk show, okay? Mm-hmm. And he's sitting right now, and he's, he's there with his like producer. So it's Mike and his producer, and then there's this dude that's the host of the show. Okay. And he's like, hey, we're happy to have Mike Tyson on here. Uh, uh, Mike, he says, now you got to know Mike Tyson, right? Okay. Is this you a sports wanna... talk show or just like a like I a think it's like a GM news? Good Morning Toronto. Uh, okay. But you don't want to poke the bear, do you? If you got I, Mike Tyson. If you, if it's and Mike by the Ty- way, if he's in person, you really don't want to well, poke did, the bear. Did you not see? First of all, I would take Mike Tyson as not having a sense of humor that's the same and as this everyone is, else. Right. So I would never be, right. I would never feel comfortable no. poking fun with him. And this is when Mike started that, that like Vegas show he did where he just get up there and talk. You remember he did like an entertainment uh-huh. thing where he would get on a stool and talk about stuff. Uh-huh. I don't know what it was. Pigeons and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. yeah the pigeons. And by the cool. way, right. did, well, first to, to further your point, mm-hmm. did the host of the talk show not see the video from the airplane about a year ago? Well, this is, this is not <laughs> recent. Right? This is old. Okay. Oh, okay. But so anyway, so here's Iron Mike Tyson. He's sitting right there. Um, it's it's I, I'm guessing it's like a good morning, Toronto. And the guy comes on. Hey, welcome back. We're, we're really happy. We got Mike Tyson and producer Bill Smith, whatever. Mike, uh, first question. Um, and again, not the question you probably want to start. Mike, first question. Uh, saw that you went and met with uh, the Toronto mayor last night, Rob Ford, uh, in an effort to, you know, help him with his campaign. In effect, though, don't you think you're hurting his campaign because you are a convicted rapist? Ooh. Mm. Yeah, I don't. Uh, Mike I, slow. Mike answered the question like about for about five seconds, and then you could see it bubbling like the anger, and then he just went full out P O S F off F U bleep 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 bleep, and then the guy okay okay, and the guy shook now. He should be. The guy is shook. What do you think was going to happen? It's, I know. Uh, well, tell us about your show. And Mike's like, it is what it is. And then, yeah, they, and then Bill I, Smith I, would jump in. But then Mike would go, but you wouldn't care about that because you're just, you try to come off as a nice guy, but you're just nothing but a POS. I mean, he wouldn't okay, let up. Here's the deal. But I mean, it, it, why is, would you poke the bear, no, dude? Well, it's beyond poke the bear. Man. This is what's wrong with media. That question is... It's unprofessional. It Correct. Does, it makes no sense. Correct. It's an opinion. You're just basically insulting the guy through an opinion phrase. Right. As a, there's no reason to ever use that. No. So that guy should have been fired that day. You're not good at what you do. See ya. Yeah, and I don't know who he is. No, I don't. Yeah. Anyway, Aaron is, went on a podcast and he says, it's best for anybody who has an interest in this to make a decision sooner rather than later. You think? And then he says, I remember before Favre retired, there were times in April and May we weren't sure if he was going to come back because he didn't come to any of the off-season programs. Then in 08, he actually did retire in March and then said no, no, no in June after OTAs. I actually want to come back and play. That's when he was traded to the Jets. There was obviously a lot of tension that summer. Aaron, pot calling kettle. I mean, it is March 1st. I know you think you're ahead of the schedule, but you're the only guy in the NFL who we don't know your plans well, for Well, there's year. also this. Favre is usually off nursing the 14 broken bones he played with all year. You're on a darkness retreat, Chief. Yeah. You're off with a flighty Hollywood actress B-list doing ayahuasca. You're dating a voodoo priestess. Shut up. For now, he's framing his decision as retire or play. If he chooses to play, the next question will be whether he plays for the Packers Won't be with or the Packers. someone else. If you heard the press conference yesterday, it certainly doesn't feel like it'll be the Packers. No. And if they can escape that $59 million price tag, God bless them. Yeah. Job well done. They should have never re-signed him. They should have done this last year. Yeah. Now, it's easy to say after he completely choked and failed. I mean, let's don't forget... 
The Packers played on Sunday night football, a home game against the Lions to go to the postseason. How did the superstar darkness retreat do yeah. for you that night? Yeah. They lost. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I more than anything, buyer beware whoever gets this cat. Derek Carr met with the P- Panthers and Saints on Tuesday. He'll meet with the Jets today. He should have a, a decision by tomorrow. He really should. Derek, I'm just telling you, I know that you want to take your time and be the right fit. You got enough information. Make your decision and get in before somebody says, ah, I'm tired of dealing with Derek. Let's go get Jimmy G. That's, that's, I mean, uh, Seahawks see a rare opportunity to draft a quarterback this year. Well, there's four in the top ten, and they pick fifth. And yeah. They have two first-rounders, too. Is it, is it? I mean, it's awful hard to completely trust Geno Smith. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I would tend to think that he did it all season start to finish, and you're fine with him. I think it will be similar next year than he is to this year. But was that good enough? Did he make plays outside of the X's and O's? I think he did. I, he, he um, is, his, his stats put him up there in the top five, top ten, but he never. it didn't feel like that's what you were watching when you watched. Is that fair? Yeah. He, I wanted to see if he tailed off at the end. He did tail off some. I mean, he ended up eighth in passer yards. I know at one point he was up there in the top five. But, I mean, he had 100 rating, 30 touchdowns, 11 picks. His passer rating, again, is going to put him very good top five. Year. He's fifth in passer rating. Yeah, he was 70 very good. He is, I believe. But this is what he threw for in his last seven, hey, five games. Hey, yeah. number one in completion percentage ahead of yeah. Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. 69.76. Yeah. Uh, 213, 183, 215, 238, 264. So. Now, they have great pieces on offense, too. They got great receivers. They got good running backs. Yeah. So, he's in a good situation. I don't know why. How, uh, Gino's, Gino's not that old, is he? He's probably maybe 30, maybe. I don't know. How old is Gino? No, he's 32, actually. Yeah. He came in kind of, came into the league kind of old. I say that. It feels like he's been in the league five years, probably more like 10. Oh, I, love, I love looking at Gino Smith's uh, college stats. And he played, he played every game as a rookie, dude. They tried to put him in there. The Jets, 2013, oh, yeah. 16 games. Oh, yeah. 443 pass attempts. He never reached that number again until this year. Yeah. Yeah. And he fell into that job, right? I mean, he's like, out of nowhere, Russ is gone. It's like, oops, all right, Gino, see what you can do. And he took well, him to the playoffs. Beat, he beat out Drew Locke. He deserves to go to the – he deserves to get the job. To be oh, re-upped. yeah, 100%. But, but, can, but they could draft Anthony Richardson. And, fra- and franchise him. Franchise Gino, play him one year and get, get yeah. Richardson ready, see what you got. The problem with those drafting quarterbacks is eventually you have to play him. That's why the Packers got to let Aaron go. They have to. Yeah. They drafted a quarterback in round one. Are you going to let him stay five years and leave and never play? There's not much um, more about this um, Atlanta Journal-Constitution article that we talked about earlier where uh, UGA star Jalen Carter present at the scene of that crash in another car, maybe going side-by-side, perhaps racing each other. Uh, we don't know yet. Well, what, you brought up a good point earlier, in fairness now. Todd McShay said something in his draft profile yes. questioning the character of Jalen Carter. And, boy, they came at him from mm-hmm. ESPN's talking heads in the set to Georgia yeah. fan. Well, maybe he had an inkling that this had or happened already. He might have had some insight in so I And if that is the case, I give Todd McShay credit for just taking the high road, not responding to any and everyone saying right. that he lost his fastball and yeah. he's a hater and this is irresponsible reporting. And if it, 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 I can remember the race card being involved in the criticisms of what Todd McShay said. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, 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 who was more in line? Mm-hmm. If this guy was street racing, yeah, it, that ended in the other car wrecking and people dying, and he fled fled the accident. He didn't even bother to help his teammates. He didn't bother to tell the police. Our friends who are, and we've had a couple online prosecuting 
prosecutors in Georgia yeah. say that, heck yeah, he faces charges. Big time. And faces now a a precipitous uh, fall on on the on the draft board. Well, I would think. It, would, it would be interesting. Like, would he or not? Well, again, you're talking about a guy. I don't know if you – like, do you hold Jalen Carter and his lack of stats prisoner to Trayvon Walker? Yeah. But at the same time, most people around the league would tell you Trayvon Walker had a good year. They have a great year. He didn't have a number one pick year, but, mm-hmm. I mean. That's a, that's a heavy-duty thing, man. Uh, heavy-duty E.T., thing. can I get uh, some pop quiz music, please? Oh, yes, sir! This is not a this is not factual, so in a way, you're going to have to kind of groove with. And, uh, I'll groove. It, it, it I will, can groove. It will not end when you miss a question. We will tally okay. your record. Okay. There are so many that are just already custom-made. I will put the over-under at 28. Oh, my Ooh, gosh. Yeah. This is going to be a lengthy one. Right. Let's groove tonight. I'm going to give a team. You're not going to hem and haul and yuck and yap. Mm-hmm. You're going to just tell me the answer. I'm ready. Uh, ESPN. Let's P- groove tonight. ESPN Insider Field Yates is predicting all 32 NFL teams starting quarterback for 2023. Okay. Now, wait a minute. Before we do this. I told you it's opinion, not fact. You just got to get it right. I don't know what to is say. that with trades and such? Of course then? it is. Okay. Yeah. They're not, but yeah. What's going to happen? How's right. the market going to play out? So we are going to start. Okay. I'm ready. With the Jags, the Arizona Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray, Atlanta Falcons, projected 2023 starter. That's a tough one. Uh, they're picking ninth in the draft. Game one starter, predicted starter. Um, it's either. Uh, all right, let's go. Uh, oh, we'll just – game one? Yeah. Desmond Ritter. Yeah, it's Desmond Ritter. I don't know if this means game one. I didn't want you to oh. just go get a loss right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. This is, says – all right, this is who the team's primary starting quarterback yeah. going into the 2023 uh, season. Okay. Uh, Baltimore Ravens. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy, we got some tough ones uh, right off the rip. Right. Well, they – okay. I think they're going to – Franchise him. I don't. I'll say Lamar. Lamar. Okay. And again, uh, according to this, the Bills, Josh Allen, the Bears, uh, uh, Justin Fields, the Bengals, uh, Joe Burrow, the Browns, uh, D- Deshaun Watson, the Cowboys, um, Dak, Denver, uh, Russell, Detroit, uh, Jared Goff, Green Bay Packers. Uh, we'll, we'll stay on the roll here and lock in. We'll go Aaron. Aaron Rodgers. All right. Jaguars. Trevor. T-Law. T-Law. Chiefs. I, I'm sorry. Can you ask me the Jaguars again? Jaguars. MVP. Chiefs. <laughs> Former MVP. <laughs> Chargers. <laughs> Never be MVP. Never be MVP. <laughs> Justin. Rams. The way you said it, I don't like it, but I'll say Stafford. Stafford. <laughs> the Dolphins. Tua. Ooh. Vikings, uh, Kirk, Patriots, Mac, Giants, Danny Jones, Eagles, Jalen Hurts, Steelers, Kirby Puckett, 49ers. I'll go Trey Lance. Yeah, the other guy's hurt. Yeah. He actually puts a slash Brock Purdy. You can't play the game that no, way. No, I get credit for that. Seattle. Uh, Gino. Tennessee. Tennessee's Tannehill. You should have gotten all those. When I put the over under at 28, those are the ones 
that were listed. Uh, uh, the I did ca- it quickly. I did it uh, expeditiously. Did. It, it, it was fine. It wonderfully. The category, though, was returning starters. So you had a little bit of a – although I would say three or four. Are we done? Year. No. Oh. Now we get to the <laughs> – and now we get to the more uh, more questionable that you would have to do some All right. extrapola- extrapolation. All right. All right. All right. The Bucks. Uh, the Bucks right now, it's Kyle Trask. You think he'll be the starting quarterback this year? Yes. Okay. That's who he says. Yeah. Commanders. The Commanders are going, have said they're going with Sudden Sam Howell. They have. Okay. Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers are going to draft a quarterback. Um, but, boy. This is where this is where the game gets played because I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm right. gonna now, keep, we're, now we're down to the. Yeah, I'm gonna keep my two guys in the South probably. So I'm gonna go. I don't think Reich likes. I'll go Will Levis. Yeah, that's first miss. <sighs> I'm not gonna tell you who it is. We'll go back because right. I don't want to eliminate him from All other right. possibilities. Mm-hmm. And this is where again. This is where the that's fine. Four come in play. New Orleans Saints. I think they'll. I think they will go. I think they get Derek Carr. Uh, that's a miss. It's mm. two misses. Come back, New York Jets. I think they get Derek Carr. Uh, that's a miss. <laughs> that's three. Dang it! Projected starter Houston Texans. Uh, I'll go Bryce Young. It's a miss. Oh come on! That's not a miss. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fill in the uh, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I'll go Bryce Young. That's a hit. The Las Vegas Raiders. This is the last one. I put the over-under at 28 because I'm so damn good at this. Uh-huh. And this is the last question. When we go over, miss, we go under. I'll go Jimmy G. Will Levis. Oh! Here are the ones you miss. And again, if I tell you, then you take him out of the rotation. Yeah. Uh, he's got Derek Carr going to the Panthers. Okay. Derek Carr, in a way, could swing the South. Whoever he goes to may be the best team in the NFC South. They're all so mediocre. Yeah. yeah. The Saints, they say, I've really heard this name a lot, but I get Baker Mayfield. Yeah, he's out there. Mayfield did okay with the Rams, right? Uh, but he was so bad with the Panthers. I, 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 I wouldn't want I him. I wouldn't but... either. The Jets, they say Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. Uh, the Texans, not Bryce Young. They go C.J. Stroud. Yeah, that's incorrect. But uh, The Colts take Bryce Young, and then the Raiders take Will Levis. So okay. there you have it. It's a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday hmm. on the drill. That just happened live. Yeah. Nice catchy. Hands. Game continues. Hands team. Hands team. Yeah. Well, he's in on my hands team. Darn right he is. Welcome back to the drill. We're hanging out here on a hump day Wednesday. I saw Tennessee beat Arkansas last night on senior night up there in uh, Knoxville in the Southeastern Conference. The Gators evened up at 15 to up and 15 down. They've got LSU, who they should beat, and that'll wrap things up for them. They'll go to the SEC tournaments and um, probably not last long, but perhaps get an NIT bid. Why not? Keep playing. You know, the, but the thing is, you got to immediately start again looking at it next year. And one of the things that's frustrating about this Florida basketball team is going forward, their recruiting ranking. I, I looked it up the other day. I didn't mention it, but they're 83rd in recruiting. I mean, 83rd is not going to get it done. They've got two guys. they got a kid from Pennsylvania and a kid from Australia. Um, my boys tell me the guy from Australia is supposed to be really good, but who knows. But other than that, they're going to have to go get tra- you know hit the transfer portal again because obviously Castleton's done. They're not good without Castleton. 
uh, Kugel may be gone. And I, 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 actually, I would hope not. I actually saw Will Richards' name in the NBA mock draft in the second round. Yeah, the other good day. luck with that one. Yeah. So, I, look, what happened last night for Florida is what has happened when they won. This is what it takes right now without Castleton for Florida to win. They need a 10-point-a-game score to have 25 points. Yeah. That's what happened last night. Will Richard gets you 10 a game. I don't know what NBA team think. He'll spend a few years in the G League, maybe. Will Richard ain't no NBA player. He's played great with Castleton gone. He'll, he'll get some rebounds. They're just not super talented right now, and there's going to be a big roster turnover. And, yeah. you know, if you're looking for some stability, um, you know, moving forward. And they're they're basically in um they're in the eight and nine group, Mississippi State, Arkansas, and Florida, all eight and nine. In the SEC, they're only ahead of Georgia, Ole Miss, South Carolina, and LSU. And LSU won't stay down too long. They're a pretty good basketball program. Um I don't know why Vandy's I guess they must not have beaten anybody, but they get they they get no love. They're nine and seven and sixteen and thirteen. Well, the one thing that they are doing, it does I mean, they'll uh, Texas Tech is in, they're like five and thirteen in their league. Yeah. They're they're and I and again we they're better than Vandy so I think that's right. Sometimes you're, you're you can change your mind on that. I know at one point you were really staunch. If you weren't five hundred in your league, you should be. I agree. In. I, st- I stand not, by that. Probably not anymore. You would you would do the field a disservice if you took that mentality this year. If yeah. you put Wake Forest in over, you know, uh, over Iowa State. Because one's nine and eight and the other's eight and nine. One's okay. plays in a much tougher conference, right? Well, you got to earn. There's got to be some point of delineation. Yeah, where you 60, say, Okay, yeah. they they can't get in or they can get in again. Uh, there's some wasted energy even talking about this. We're talking about the bottom of the NCAA know, field. There's no matter. right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They, those teams don't win it. You might get a five seed. You might get what's the lowest seed or highest seed? However you determine it. To, to Eleven. Win. 11? Oh, no, no, no. To seven? win it all? Was it seven seed? A set, maybe UConn is a seven or a Villanova that year. Did, were they maybe a seven? That's good. I think maybe an eight, actually. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. No one knows, really. No one knows? NCAA does, doesn't keep track of that. Stuff. They don't keep track. They should. Uh, 1985, Villanova won the Natty um, in men's basketball as the number eight seed Kentucky, eight. Defe- uh, Kentucky defeated Dayton, Michigan, Maryland, North Carolina. Oh, it must have been Villanova. So Villanova was the eighth seed in '85. Yeah, so it's eight. Yeah, that's a. Well, Any time an eight seed wins, it's going to be from a big team, a big league. Mm-hmm. That happens. We've seen a lot of teams catch fire and go to the Final Four if they're from a big conference. Eleven is the lowest seed to make the men's Final Four. That's George Mason, LSU, VCU, and Loyola Chicago and UCLA. God, what was Gulf Coast? They were higher than that. Fifteen huh? is the lowest seed to make the men's Elite Eight. St. Peter's. Oh, that's the Elite Eight. 15 is the lowest seat to make the men's Sweet 16 at St. Peter's and Florida Gulf Coast. Yeah, Gulf Coast is who the Gators got in yeah. Sweet 16. The lowest seat to make the Final Four is a number 11. And we just mentioned those. Mace, George Mason, who Florida got. LSU, VCU, Loyola Chicago, and UCLA in 2021. But that's interesting. You know, um, the highest total seed value for a championship game, 2014. Seven seed UConn took down eight seed Kentucky. In the for, yeah, there must have been some brackets busted in that one. There's going to be some brackets busted this year because it's hard to figure it out. Yeah, unless Kansas runs through, and there are a lot of people who have Kansas. So, but yeah, so they're, they're those are the lowest seats to make the men's Final Four, Elite Eight, and Sweet Sixteen. So that's how that's how that game is worked. Do we have time for New York City headlines? I'd love to do some. I I feel I'm giddy today. I we certainly do in New York City headlines today. Uh, I'm sorry, Pet Paradise. Hopefully they. You're worthy of your your brand. I mean, you're a buttoned-up family brand. New York City headlines goes straight to the gutter sometimes. But 
If you would rather instead just have the best pet service providing that you can possibly have, go to PetParadise.com and learn more. Man takes American Airlines bus from JFK on three borough joyride. Cops. Man, I told you what, I've never been a joy rider, but if I were going to be, I would not be lifting a bus. I'd get me maybe a sports car or something. Windy City Blues ousted Chicago mayor, blames loss on racism, gender, but not her tepid response to crime. Oh, so they had a Super Tuesday yesterday and Lori Lightfoot is gone, huh? She was a disaster, was she not? I mean, Chicago is like, oh wait, they just had another murder, right? Doesn't it feel like that? Royals do Hollywood. Megan Harry have first night out since bombshell spare release. I could care less what Megan and Harry do. I'm not. I couldn't be more clear. Hey, babe. RFK assassin returns to 16th parole hearing. Shouldn't certain assassinations not even offer parole? Like, if you assassinate Robert F. Kennedy Jr., should you? I mean, why is there even a parole hearing? Fiddle DD, Atlanta's wealthiest suburb, eyes seceding from crime-ridden city. Good move. It's Buckhead, by the way. Yeah. No, Buckhead has been talking this game for a while. It's. Uh, and by the way, you should be able to go to anywhere in America and not fear for your life. Too many of these big cities are in us. And I'm not talking about often, oh, don't take the wrong turn. I mean, walking. Did you see this video yesterday from St. Louis? Is that the gunman? Where who, the dude walks up. Kills a guy. Uh, Loads and cocks a gun. People are taking pictures. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, can anyone in this country, like, I don't know, try and stop it? Bright move. Pilot turns jet around for engaged couple's own stunning northern light show. Man, if I'm on that plane, I ain't happy. Wait, what now? I'm sorry. I was thinking the same thing. Is this Bill and Judy's private plane giving me a ride? Turn this thing around. I'm trying to get somewhere. (laughs) A sunshine hate veteran Palm Beach residents fume as new neighbors take over Tony Island. See, I don't know what Tony Island is. It's hard to say what that means. I hope it's not near Epstein Island. I'll just say that. Or Monkey Island, your favorite. Monkey Island is a scary place. Uh, Lived it. Loved it. Let's see. No. NFL Films maintained database of cheerleaders' buttocks, breasts, and cleavage shots. <laughs> Lawsuit. Yeah, in, other, in other news, the Dang. NFL film cameramen were just that men all these years. Dang. Sprouting like weeds inside law enforcement efforts to snuff out illegal New York City pot shops. If you ta- Back for a second. If you take video of somebody in their normal costume, and you, well, I don't get it, dude. Why do the cheerleaders wear the uniforms they wear? Knock so out, you look them in the eyes? Knockout blow. Chris Rock slaps back at Will Smith with these vicious jabs on Netflix special. Yeah, you know what, Chris? You already proved where your manhood lies, bro. Yeah, You're a little way slappy. Too yeah, late, bro. yeah, man. That, you let that man walk up and slap you, and you did nothing, and now you're going to. Yeah, no. Vanessa Bryan awarded $29 million in suit over Kobe helicopter crash photos. I don't know how you monetize, <clears throat> put monetary value, but it was disgusting the way they yeah. passed. Photos around and right. Chris Rock did say as one of his lines, "Well, wait a minute, Ma. Will Smith played Muhammad Ali, and I played Pookie." (laughs) 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 Which he did. That was a great movie, by the way. Which one? New Jack City. New Jack City. You ever see that's old movie? Yeah, I may have seen that years ago. (laughs) Oh, I was. I almost stopped on the. I almost stopped on the the (laughs) Night in Miami movie. Did you ever watch that one? 
Is that a true story or is that somebody put together fiction? It's where like Muhammad Ali, it's like four athletes at the time all hang out in Miami for the night. I think that's true, but I'm not positive. Yeah. Oh, you that, know, that would be a dope night. You know what the movie I'm talking about is? I think so. It came out on a couple of years ago. Yeah, or maybe even more of that. We may have been across the street still, but yeah, it's it's like Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown. Woo! Yeah, and and one is that the, the night in Miami? Is that not the name of the movie? I think it is. I think I started to watch it and I turned. I, one night in Miami. Um, let's see. I've had a few. Yeah, it's a drama. Yeah, yeah, it's a drama. I was gonna say. I, I just. I guess you just kind of. It's uh It would be. Cassius Clay, mm-hmm. uh, Jim Brown, Malcolm X. Um, I don't know who the fourth is. Cook. Aaron Rodgers. Sam Cook. Soul singer Sam Cook. Oh. Mm. Those would be the four. I watched oh. the, I watched one of my favorites yesterday. What? Life with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's old oh, school. That's old. Were you alive when that came out? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's oh. one of my favorite movies, man. It's hilarious. I like that. Oh, man. Great. And it was stars. There's a lot of stars in that movie. The, you the should have been watching some of the movies that you haven't watched yet that we have told you you must <laughs> watch, like, My like man, Top Gun. Top Gun. <laughs> hey, I got I got one for you, too. I stumble across them in the 6 o'clock hour all the time. Yeah. Hey, my man ain't seen any of the Rocky movies. He's seen Creed. Creed. Ain't seen any of the Rocky I've seen, movies. I've seen them in, like, you got to sit down and watch them start to finish. Yeah. yeah. Just Rocky 1. Rocky Boys. 1 is unbelievable. Just Rocky 1. Or do this. Catch... Catch the final scene of Rocky the fight and then and then continue into Rocky 2. You can also do that. I got sucked into Rocky the other day. It was perfect. What they had them all on in a row. You know what I did? You, always do. you know yeah. what I did instead of watching them, Hick? I watched it. I said, man, I'm lucky because I tuned into the first one right as they fought the championship fight. Yeah. And then I got into the second one and then I was like, oh, and I would just fast forward to the parts that I wanted and ultimately it was the last fight scene. So I could get through a movie in about 15 minutes and then watch the the fight I, that I want to see. I've probably seen all the, the main fights yeah, in the Rocky yeah. movies. Like Tommy, that was like his little protege. That right? was his worst one. I need yeah, you to that's watch the worst Rocky one of all. I need you to watch The Drago Rocky one is also good. Clubber Lang yeah, one is Clubber good. Lane. One, two, three, and four are all great. Yeah, I've seen yeah. those fights. Five yeah. is a disaster. And then six, he fights again, right? As Rocky. <laughs> it's just called Rocky, right? Rocky Balboa or whatever. Yes, the wrong one. Well, we make the turn for home next that's right here on the drill. Now, the two-minute drill, brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping the sports world spinning with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. All right, ready to put a wrap on a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday and turn it over to the Jaguars today for uh, see what they've got coming up here on their Wednesday edition. Hello, Tony. Good morning. morning. How are we? Doing well. What do we got uh, cooking today on today? I think I heard Brad Meester's name being yeah. bandied about. Is he back home in Iowa? Is that where he lives? Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's um, Iowa true and through. Wasn't he? <laughs> he was from the. Wasn't he from the town that had that terrible tornado that year? I'm not sure. I know he was involved at least. Yeah. I think it was his high school, if I remember correctly, and maybe yeah. him and Campman, maybe yeah. at some point, or they. I don't know. So, Sounds I, right. Yeah. yeah. So what's it just catching up with me? See what he's up to? Yeah, we're um trying, you know, through the off season. We're calling it Where You Been Wednesday. Okay. So we're trying nice. to talk to Jags from that we haven't talked to all that much, sure. you know, since we started doing Jaguars today. And Meester certainly fits that bill. And obviously, you know, he's one of those guys that when we bring up who's next to go in the pride, it's not an over sound like it's not overwhelming that you know the number of people who say Meester ought to be in, having had the record for most career games yeah. played in a Jaguars uniform, that it's kind of different thing. Ki- it would be a, you know, it's, it's a different kind right. of notoriety. It's right? recognized by the fan base, right? The longevity yeah. that he had in his career and, you know, never played anywhere else. He'd be the, you know, he would definitely be in the in the ring of very good. 
Yeah. Right? I mean, his play was never a pro bowler, I don't think, in all his years. He's a very good multi-starter here and a, and a and a really good player. I used to run it. Meese also, by the way, right now may be chasing around kids. He had like eight or nine. Or he's one of those that he had, had a bunch of kids. six last I saw. Yeah. yeah. I re- used to run into him when he was playing for the Jaguars. I'd run into him out at the home course. And yeah. he'd always have a couple in tow <laughs> with him just riding around. Couldn't be any nicer. Down to earth, dude. So, uh, that'll be cool. Checking up with him. I'm sure like... Most Jag alums, he's excited about the direction the team's uh, I would assume so, yeah, but we'll in. ask him about it. And our question of the day today, asking which of these players do you think will be on the Jaguars' opening roster in 2023, your options, Arden Key, Jawan Taylor, both Key and Taylor, or neither Key and Taylor? I just don't, you know, I mean, you can tell me the core, but and tell me who you think the core is. I don't mm-hmm. know. Do you think Arden Key's core? I know you think Jawan Taylor's core. Um, the salary's going to have to commit there. I think if they want Key, they can have him. I bet you got to make a decision that do I want a, the, the Key who made a, a, you know, a splash of good plays late, or do I need somebody that's going to make them every Sunday for me, mm-hmm. right? That's a good one. That's a good one. That and more uh, coming up on Jaguars today. You guys have a great show. We'll see you Thank tomorrow. You. And that'll do it to it for us. It's been a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday on The Drill.